legs. Oh, okay. Just uh, okay. some sex positive uh, <laughs> so guidelines going So it's upper body. Forward. Yeah, you got it. A frame. Improv of sex. Right. Yes. So yes, and. <laughs> yes, yes, and. Yes, and. Exactly. Yes, and. Two, two big guys like us, that's all we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get, nothing's going to take. I'm just happy side hugs. Side process. hugs are good. Side hugs. Yeah. That's called leaving room for Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. For Jesus. Jesus. I can get on board with that. With that. Yeah. I can get on board You're with leaving room for that. Jesus. That's your territory. But <laughs> for, I mean, I'll, I've, I've been kind of doubling down on the like, I have an entourage of hot male comedians. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I'm, Mitzi Shore had the right idea, I think. Yeah, she's... <laughs> She's a legend in her own right. She was the comedy store owner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like if it can wasn't we for talk about how everybody like didn't isn't the historic thing that comics struck against her so that they would get oh, paid. Oh well, more? yeah, that was like in the mid seventies. Yeah, yeah uh, because comic the comics weren't getting paid at all. Yeah, and I think they had to pull like, pay, pull price for uh, full price for the food, and that's like around when David Letterman and all those cats, yeah. and Robin Williams, were over there. I know my history. Uh, <laughs> and, Better. Yeah. And so I think they went on strike twice, I believe. Okay. I believe. Nobody's doing that anymore? Uh, well, no. She cleaned up her act. She well, she's she's dead, dead now. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she died, yeah. And then, but, t- and then Tommy left, and now the new, and then, and then, yeah, there's and the new guys, wonderful. Verify, I was there last night, and I asked for they're like, she's been They're like, for <laughs> over a year. <laughs> but you, can, but, but you can definitely get Polly, but you get Polly. Polly Shore. Oh, that's her son. I'm not looking to have any offshore accounts. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's better than a Polly Shore movie. Uh, Almost. I'm actually talking about early 2000s movies. Joke about how he used to used to paint on an easel. I don't know how I feel about comedy, that. Like in my early days, I thought that was so clever. It is so good. That is. I love it. I want to see you there on a Monday for Paula. (laughs) Again, I'm with the. This is so. This is the Altcast. Usually, we talk about. Usually, there's a little Trump bashing. Yay! Uh, Usually, there's a socialist rant that comes out at some point. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah. we there's talked about the strike. Yeah. So. There's usually something about me saying something about racism and then saying the word cracker. Yeah, there's usually that. Cool. There's yeah. always um, there, there's always like a political... Well, right now, we've got the whole political break, breakdown. Everything's scary. And the coronavirus is happening. That's Oh, yeah. It's, it's, not it. by, it's not by the corona beer, stupid-ass people. Oh, yeah. so I don't... Jokes. I don't so are there tired. a bunch of jokes about that? Oh, they, oh my God. I'm so sorry. So, so, so many. It's, it, the thing is, it's not a joke it's real uh their, their distributor Am, uh, Am, ambev, ambev has yeah. reported a drop in sales of corona, corona because people are thinking somebody did a study and they said 38 percent of americans think that corona is somehow involved with, with the coronavirus, coronavirus. So stop drinking we corona. are critical dumb. thinking skills no child left but behind we are but hey no so child so left behind kids san diego san diego thought takate was a virus for years uh, that was, <laughs> that's the, does every, make you throw up yeah I'm, I, I'm not. This is, the one joke I've heard that I like. That's the the only coronavirus joke I've heard recently that I like is um, is that uh, I, I have so many. He's it's Sam's joke about uh, picking up. He's like I have so many coronavirus. I'm gonna get it first because I have so many coronavirus activities. Like I pick up cigarette butts off the ground. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. This is a corona activity. Like, <laughs> I share pipes yeah. with everyone. 
And he's like, I'm going to get it and I'm going to die so first. It's so crazy how it's just so contagious and like you can be nine feet away from somebody else and still get it. And like, what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean if I'm, anything, it, it'll be a push towards universal health care because if people Ooh, try to go to the hospital happens. well no because america hates poor people so it's going to be excited that so many of us die america is <laughs> poor people but Amer- uh, capitalism hates poor people and america is capitalist therefore america hates poor people even though they Especially need all the poor Francisco. people oh, yeah. in order to make all the capitalism work it's Absolutely. like and until we all rise up and say hey oppressors making money off of nothing like what happened to labor? When was labor real? When was it like, I am a man or I am a woman and I make things and that's important because of survival. And now we're like, if I don't get my skin cream by Tuesday, <laughs> I am going to lose no, my shit. No, even if like, I, even as so dumb as like the fact that you think a beer would be part of a, 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 a sickness, an illness yeah. that kills people. Like, Same come name. on. No child left behind. There's also a they corona got left around behind. the sun. It's Corona just, around the sun. What was that? Corona around the sun. It's the, it's the thing you know about telescopes or whatever. <laughs> corona. I just wanted to look at one. The, the, the flary bit is the corona around. Yeah. It. That's oh. what you get to see when there's a full eclipse. You see the. And corona means crown. Corona, not the sun. And corona means what? I thought crown. 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 Like, crown. crown. Sure. That's no. That's like so. Jesus has a corona yeah. around him behind. Yeah. So does the disease make you like? God, like, what is it? Why would they call it coronavirus? It's because it's like a crown, like, uh, the, the, when they looked up closely, it had like a crown, like, it had a halo oh. cluster. Yeah. All right. So, it had so nothing it to do with the fucking beer, you enough, fucking yeah. retards. You have and to I said retards. This, 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 this is two things. It does tie back to socialism. This is the most socialist virus we've ever had. It kills old people. And that's got to be good because they ain't get, they're not moving out of the houses without a reason. <laughs> this could, you're in a good dose of that going through the good houses around here. That's going to open up some property opportunities. <laughs> well, and if you, I mean, and, hey, I'm a Marxist, so I don't believe in families or anything. I'm like, it belongs to everybody. We should be housing everyone. We should be having those houses and we should be spreading. It makes me insane that there's so many questionably body. housed people in San Francisco when there's so much place to house mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Like, why aren't we equitably <clears throat> yeah, distributing Yeah, it's not like anything? a housing issue. It's it's but a it's capitalist what, issue. But yeah. it's, it's, are people not good enough to have a house? Well, we look at people and we go, well, you're not a good enough person or you're not a person. Who's a person? What's a person? Like, who is worth anything? What, what well, you know what's not a person. Oh, I have a little piece of paper. Right. <laughs> you, you, know they have con- you know they have contingency plans to turn the Moscone into a CDC FEMA isolation camp. unit. Yeah. But it, 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 it's, a, it's, it's a documented process. They, they lasted it for SARS. You know, back then, Moscone was only one hole. But now, if it gets bad, they're going to start isolating. And it, they will bring uh, court orders to actually impose a, you on that. If you don't a, have health insurance in a hospital, you will be put in the Moscone. What is the Moscone? Is that like a it's, big... It's a big... It's like a hall. It's a big building conference where people... Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, they trick it out with all kinds of stuff. And people walk around and get free pens. Wow! wow. And then they come to my bar and get drunk and they get higher hookers and cocaine. All right. Hey, I... And that's what bar you work at? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you gotta make and, some money. And back to Marxism. <laughs> back to Marxism <laughs> valuing labor and that that sex work down. sex work is real work. But sex work is real work and that it's not valued or monetized <laughs> equitably in any way. There's no safety, but it's a real job. It's actual labor and that we don't value it. So what what labor has value and what doesn't and why is some labor valued and some labor's labor is dirty and gross and everybody wants drugs but drug dealers are bad i was and reading someplace that this there was a uh uh, I can't remember what state it was, but these strippers were trying to uh, unionize. Unionize, and Spirit, I was—I I remember I was like, ladies. "You, goddamn right, you better fucking unionize for the champagne room," because I didn't realize with the strippers and this involved. I don't think it's really sex work to me. I mean, unless you, you know, you I've take, been doing it for free, so right? I'm a little mad now. A absolutely right. <laughs> but sometimes you have to you pay the money. door <laughs> or the house whenever yeah. you're a stripper. And then, like, if you like, you know, have to have a locker and shit for your stuff. Yeah, they you nickel gotta and pay dime that. You know, and yeah, they nickel and dime. Your... I'm like, that is not right. Like the the this uh, I think it was in Tampa or wherever they had the Super Bowl. Like there was, it was just Miami. that that movie or that picture movie picture of like just knee deep in like dollar bills oh yes and that club took all of that money the like, yeah i read about the dancers that. were pissed because yeah. it was like two million dollars or yeah. something and, and like, like the owners aren't working for that they're not no putting not on at all shows. no no they're not shaking their ass they're not mm -hmm. do you know costumes. what costumes they're not buying F shoes do you know yeah. how hard you have to get ready in order to like you know make sure like your taco and your asshole is yeah. clean before you put it in someone's face for all of them dollars it's hard to see. It's hard. Can I, can exactly. Just, it's dark and they're men. We don't care. Oh, that's well, just... but there's like you've got it. There's <laughs> that's like not what I've heard. there's a lot of pampering. <laughs> so I, <laughs> does anybody want to tell the white dude that women go see women? Dance oh, I love strippers. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. Like, I know. I love strippers. Portland is Portland is amazing and has some incredible strippers. Yeah, clubs. you'll be in a bar and not even know. It's I a used strip to try to be a stripper. I did amateur just, night. Oh, and a dancer walked by. Yeah, amateur great. night did not work for Back me. Back in the day when I actually had the body to do it, I wish I'd have had the confidence to do it. I now. agree with that. I wish like I now, seen. now that I have the confidence to do it, the body's gone. So. Oh no, no, they'll. There's room for you. Yeah. There's room. For yeah. you, there is room for you because I've been to some strip club. I listen. I used to have a, I used to be in the strip clubs a lot, like in the 18, 19, 20, and I remember going to like some really, really weird, crazy strip clubs on the east side of St. Louis. This is when I lived in Misery, mm -hmm. and there were some dusty ass strip clubs, and then there were questionable ones, <laughs> and the questionable <laughs> ones. I liked the most because I remember sometimes I would see women like beautiful women, but you knew they had some hard living mm. and shit would fall out like tampon <laughs> strings. Oh yeah. And you know, you know that she had a bad boob job or, you know, she needed a boob job. Daytime stripper. It, I still love you. Exactly. Like it was April all walks of life. Like, but I saw the beauty in all of it. The lights are April. It was just, what was that? A April is the reason that you, wouldn't have the confidence now because you feel like because you're not skinny and little that yeah, yeah that's what yeah, she for did me it's the, it's the back rolls a friend of mine is a bbw oh a bbw a friend of mine is a bbw and that's she right. is a stri stripper Be beautiful black woman oh, but big I beautiful black oh, woman oh I know what it means I'm black you know? no I'm telling you <laughs> Look at she, she. I thought I thought I heard Pam ask. I thought I heard Pam ask, and she is on the other side of you. 
No, I've heard about BBW. I know you know what it is, baby. <laughs> Uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, yeah, for, for me, that's where, I mean, we, like I said, we we were talking earlier about boob jobs, and I've had a boob lift. I actually have a great rack. I just never awesome. show it off. I, I just, I'm so, real super self-conscious about it. That's you better just, show off that rack. <laughs> yeah, you better. Get to, now, see, look, get the girls full circle, we're objectifying no, each other. No. No. Now that you've said <laughs> that, oh, God, you have no. to prove it. No, no, no. Is it Marty Ryan? Show us your tits. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. (laughs) Are they still doing Stern show all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) We're supposed to be like socialist, progressive people, and I'm like tits, tits. (laughs) Well, we we talk about strippers unionizing, so yeah. yeah. I'd say sex work. It should be legalized. It should be women's work should be monetized it's, equitably. I agree. Uh, it it makes me crazy. It's called labor when you have a baby. It's yeah. called labor well, and you get nothing. Sex for work it. is legalized in Canada. It's not like a radical it. notion to legalize sex work. In Amsterdam, yeah. Amsterdam. And people are. I I went to the Museum of Prostitution in Amsterdam and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And you walk through an old brothel and it's like an old age. You get to be in the window. It's so fun you get to be in the you get to be in the window for a little bit and you listen to this old um she's an ex prostitute she was a prostitute for like 40 years and she tells you these stories as you're going through this old house and all these rooms and it's so cool and weird but it's they talk about how dangerous it used to be and when it started because of napoleon and because they were shipbuilding you know they're the the Dutch were the original capitalists. They built ships for everybody. They were like, we'll sell them to the fuck. You guys fight with each other. We'll yeah. build the ships. We don't give a fuck. Like They're pretty good at sailing, too. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like a real sexy Alcatraz. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sexy Alcatraz. <laughs> Hot Catraz. But so it was, they talk about all the history of prostitution, and it was really, really interesting. And, and that she was like, this is my job, and it's real. And you get to turn people away, and there's people to help yeah. you, and you have to have, there's all of this medical stuff involved. And mm-hmm. you, and even back in the in Napoleon's days, um, they call it the red light district because w- the prostitutes, they either had a red card or a white card. A white card meant that they were diseased and they are not allowed. They had syphilis right now or whatever they had. So you had a white card and you, people knew that, that you had STDs or STIs or whatever the fuck we call them. But if you had a red card, that means you were good to go. And that's why they started red calling it go. the red light district because they all had the red cards. And then they changed it later with electricity into red lights. But it started with Napoleon. Napoleon was into his army not dying of syphilis. (laughs) Oh, I see. He's like, you need to be card-carrying sex workers. (laughs) We we went to Amsterdam in summer. We took took my father-in-law, who is an 80-year-old man, and he's from the Midwest, and he has no idea that any of that life exists. And we did the tour, and it's around the old church, and they gave us the yeah. tour, and they said, and, and there's this, there's this unofficial line, so you were saintly if you could go to the church, and it's literally like, the red district goes right around the church, it's 16 yards wide, the, the gap, and if you worked in that, you couldn't go to the other. And, uh, and we're doing the tour, and it was fantastic. And the lady saying, you should engage. You should talk. You will learn. And, and they, you know, some, if they're not too busy, they'll tell you about their lives. And what she didn't say is what the blue light meant. Oh, I don't know about the blue light. That's the transsexuals. Oh. And, and my father-in-law didn't know that either. And he knocked on the window, and she, he showed her what was available. And he's gone back to the Midwest. He ain't coming back anytime soon. That's... that's <laughs> 
He's not coming back till he's done his canning. I never saw any blue lights. I've only seen. I, I've I only seen. Them. It's a smaller he market. Just led yeah. you to think he didn't know anything about that stuff. <laughs> turns out he's very educated on the matter. Yeah. Yep. His, his, he still doesn't talk about it. It was. Uh, <laughs> See, I wish Hoen was that classy again. Ho- Hoen. Hoen. Is that is, is is that the old term? What no, is I'm just being mark? no. Oh. We still say hose. Oh, okay. And in my democracy. Oh, it's a verb, right? <laughs> no, it, it seemed a little bit more organized with like brothels and stuff. Like I love going to New Orleans because they still have like brothels and stuff, but they're sh- you know, it's not like in Nevada. I mean, there's brothels everywhere, yeah, but but it's like it's usually like you know that this spot is, and you know, it still has that old timey feel in New Orleans. The, the homestead, yes. the homestead here on 19th and Folsom, that in it was a brothel. There was a secret upstairs, so they have a back room that they still use for like parties. It's a super super back room, but there What's used the to be. What's the address for that place? It's a, <laughs> no no no. It's a, it's, it's 19th and Folsom. It's it's a cool Take your old. Wedding ring it's a, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. there's not a brothel anymore. <laughs> but in like 1904 there was, but they still have the secret back room and there was a secret stairwell that went upstairs. So there's these upstairs, there's all these apartments that people live in now, but historically back in the day. Also, someone was killed in the head with a ball peen, ball, ball peen hammer in that back room. Oh. And uh, oh, there was shit. a huge, qu- and the, when, back when journalism was real, the journalists <laughs> of the examiner did all the spelunking and figured it out and it was connected with a rape and murder up at something else oh, and they put it all together. Somebody, some sheet metal worker. Some, yeah, some crazy shit. I, um, from Cleveland? No, it was all, yeah. it was all San yet. Francisco. But so it, there's a lot of weird historical. That's cool. cool. There was a lot of like sex work, I think, in oh, for sure. San oh, yeah. Francisco. Oh, yeah. You, I remember you showed a, we did a show where she showed the, how much worth each Ethnicity of women. Oh right, was back in uh, the gold rush days the on Maiden Lane. Yeah. So it's another thing about brothels around a church. So if you think about Union Square and Union that Square a, back in the day, that's where all the churches were, and they all lined mm-hmm. those streets. Now it's just the churches of commerce. Ha ha ha! Saks Fifth Avenue and Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus. So they're all there around. But that was all originally the churches that were there, and so Maiden Lane was right off that and that's, that's where all the prostitutes me. were and Maiden Lane's still there but no it's all hoody toody places you know like it has boutiques like and boutiques and like $50 ice cream campus shoes you know yeah it's Jimmy Choo shoes or whatever this is but it used to be the prostitute lane and they valued them differently by race you know I uh, I used to volunteer at the cemetery there in Boulder and one of the things that I learned from the the main groundskeeper was that they did not mark the prostitutes' graves, not out of disrespect, but because they didn't want Grandpa to know where to go in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I guess you know our fa- our founding cowboy fathers, uh, mining fathers, uh, believed in an afterlife right there on Earth or something. <laughs> back in back in the old days when there was you know the pioneers were coming out, the women owned the bars. The women yeah. the women ran yeah. the brothels. Yeah. The women had the, yeah. the women a, built the churches. So there's the, the, a, oh sorry, no, no. I didn't mean it. Well, there's a really interesting brothel story in Portland. I used to be a Portland tour guide where there's this woman who had her brothel on a floating house, oh, and cool. it was like I think it was between like uh, like the east East Portland and West Portland, and anytime like the cops try to raid her she would just like pull up stakes and like go down the river with That's everybody cool. yeah oh, wow. so she didn't have to pay dues to either side of hug. the river because she was kind of an international she was the river yeah. she was the river yeah 
<laughs> just around the river bend. She's uh, Pocahontas. She's like, come on, hoes, get on this boat. <laughs> on this boat. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Boats sure. and hoes. Historic. <laughs> they call it the first profession. Yeah. And yet we still demonize it and don't let women claim that as a legitimate form of work when we still stigmatize it and look down upon it and go, you're a hoe, you're this. But, but it's like that, why? Why do we stigmatize work like that? When I was little, my mom would always say, if you don't study, you can always dig ditches. Like you can always, the world needs more ditch diggers yeah. too, Pam. But it's like, but. Cause your parents were Republican. Well, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But what is wrong with oh manual God. labor? I mean, doing and making and building for people is important and should be applauded. And why, why do we say, well, if you work with your body, you're not as good as someone who sits around behind a desk eating ho-hos, passing around memos. Like, why is why is somebody <laughs> actually... <memos. laughs> At TPS reports. I, TPS <laughs> reports, yeah. You know, my life offended you so yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> Get out of your suit. <laughs> uh, but, it, but, but seriously, but why don't we... That's the thing that's crazy. Well, is I think in a more socialist-leaning... Like, you need to eat, too. We have all these food service workers. And right. we, you're exactly. not farmers, yeah. but farmers are gross and dirty or whatever. I mean... Farmers no, get no. Farmers, farmers have got money. They we're, got money. We're, we're, we're the shit this brass. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's farmers got some serious bank. Every one, of, they every just, one of those cows is two and a half thousand dollars at kill weight minimum. They just got uh, they just got uh, welfare from the Trump administration. The yes. Subsidies. Yeah, subs government subsidies. It's called welfare. Yeah. Let's not make it pretty. My thing is I don't want to make it pretty. I'm yeah. like no, but, call well, it what it is. But that's the thing it's is welfare, that welfare just the but, same. And it is. Yeah. And, and they're like but when, subsidies, you, when you think yes. about when you think about yeah. welfare yeah. there's there's a there's a spectrum. So I I'm on welfare because I have food stamps and I have Medi-Cal. Now we we also stigmatize this word welfare, but exactly. how come on one side we stigmatize, but on the other subsidies? That's no that's, problem. That's exactly but that's right. That's welfare. That's it's welfare. all under the same umbrella. Absolutely. And yet we stigmatize poor you people. You know why? You and know why? You is, know why? I know, but we don't know people's stories either. Hey, and that's the other thing: demonizing single moms. They work harder than everyone else. So what? They're not as. Uh, it makes me so mad. It's like they're working so hard, and you're. And then you're like, oh, single mom. Like, why do we? <laughs> I feel like society does this. It's not all just America. Well, like childcare work in general is so underpaid in yeah. this country. Yes. Actually, oh back in Portland, one of the That's only because the single moms can't afford to pay what they yeah. deserve. Yeah. It's not because they're undervalued. Trust. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, obviously. Like I, I feel very highly valued, but yeah, I mean, if you talk about it online, God forbid, you'll get all these men getting on board being like, well, if you wanted a better paying job, like be a civil engineer. And I'm like, hey, oh, you guys you. keep having kids. Like it's not like, the demand is there. Right. The value exactly. isn't. Like yeah. anyone that has to deal with children, you are so getting <laughs> underpaid. Mm -hmm. Like we're not even gonna well, I mean you're a teacher, X X X teacher. You yeah, know there was a there was a woman online I uh, saw she I think she was out of Texas or what have you that finally like went to her um the uh the, uh, oh, she teacher. resigned. She resigned at the meeting. Yeah, yeah. she resigned at the and meeting. You know said, what I'm talking this about. This is not about you. This and is not. I, yeah, I was with her all the way. She was absolutely she, amazing. Oh, excuse wow. me. It was in Kansas. It was Shawnee, Kansas. Yeah, it was a teacher that basically said, like, you know, they, they basically hadn't gotten raises and stuff. Yeah, they have been underpaid. And then the the raise that they were going to get was like what one percent. Oh, it's derogatory. It was like yeah, it was it was dirty. It wasn't just yeah. a firearm. 
Yeah. 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 Like, Here's your raise. It's that's, one firearm. Yeah, right? It's probably only a hundred. Like they much. paid so little. Yeah. That's socialism. <laughs> when, when, I got, when I got out of college, my first job was teaching, and I was making $24,000 a year. And that was It in, hasn't gone up since that's then in 90, That was in 97. Yeah. So twenty that, years later, but, you're maybe making forty if you're lucky. Wow, like it's bad. It's, it's so bad. funny. So I left when I left. I was I no was at, I was at like thirty four because you know every year you go up mm-hmm. or whatever. And I said to myself at that point, I was like, if I don't get out of this now, in ten years I'm gonna wake up, and I'm still gonna be doing this. Yeah, and yeah. it's gonna be. And I'm I I had to get out. I couldn't. It's totally. Th- it's it was, a really thankless job. It's really thankless, and especially in public school teaching. Oh yeah, like, I'm sure. It is, no respect. No, yeah, it's it's difficult. Well, special ed was a little different because everyone was like you're doing what no one else wants to do yeah. we love you yeah like people would bring me donuts or coffee they'd be like thank you you just you just stop keep not bothering us yeah, and we're you, good just you keep them away just, stay yeah. in the basement just keep the weirdos <laughs> over there and no more throwing desks as long as they don't smell like pee we're good, we're good. like <laughs> yeah stay, but no it was it, it was they, they like special ed teachers, but regular ed, oh my God. Yeah. The parents are on your ass. Oh yeah, parents, that's and what then, I would, uh, that's like the worst part of working with kids. But you're a preschool teacher, yeah? Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. Now oh. I make more money as a nanny now. Oh, so yeah. oh wow. So do that. So how much um, does it, if you can, how much does a nanny make in Portland? Um, it, no, in San Diego, oh, you San Diego. you can do okay, because you have all those like, you that's know. wealthy people. I'm La Jolla, people. I, worked, yeah. I worked at the La Jolla yeah. Family Jewish Community Center, the Lawrence oh, Family Jewish Community Center. I was a program. Yeah, I was a camp counselor there for 12 years oh that's cute okay i'm yeah. gonna use you as a reference pam for yeah. <laughs> I need a job. Get in there. Sandy. yeah so wait you were making more you're making more now I, as a nanny like i would work i worked at this vegan fucking daycare oh sorry oh uh, you can swear no you can oh, swear okay. you can swear <laughs> okay. um i worked at this vegan daycare um in in portland and i was making like 11 do- <gasps> i knew I, I was making maybe eleven twenty five, eleven fifty, and oh, I knew no. that my uh, the the tuition from one month was like probably like eighty thousand dollars. Are you just kidding me? Oh, she was making bank, and then and now her old, um, wow. the the daycare franchise she used to own has all unionized because they're fucking like I had friends who were like so underpaid and so overworked, like they were getting kidney stones. Like a friend got an ulcer. Like another friend who was like sober for three years, like started drinking again. Like and it's a vegan. And it's yeah, a it vegan so childcare. I mean, it's like, like vegan until, like, and she would buy all these like finches, like these birds, like for educational purposes, and no one would like water them over the weekend. And they would so, die. and she would just buy more. It was, I was like, this is not a vegan daycare. Like, stop buying animals you're not taking care of. That's insane. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh god, yeah. So I got out of there. So I was making eleven fifty there, and now I'm I'm making like just under twenty as a nanny in San Diego now. That so. is that's mortifying. Yeah. It's bad. Is she I one mean, of those hippy dippy kind of broads too? Man, she was like, she was a business major, so like, <laughs> she's a business major and like had done like in-home daycares, so like she would just saw kids as like little dollar signs. Aww. It was ridiculous. I oh god, I hated it. I mean, good a good food program, poorly ex- executed everything else, and she like started. She didn't really know like a lot of child pedagogy so she would be like oh well, I like this like Italian like philosophy of like painting on the walls or whatever and then like oh, uh, we also like weren't able to say no to kids oh, so by preschool oh, no. by preschool they were little violent <laughs> monsters yeah and it was ridiculous there were no, 
How do you yeah. sell? Oh, how do you, uh, like, oh, yeah, I, children like, absolutely need to be told no all the time. You have like, to set no. boundaries, yeah. and no is a boundary. Yeah, yeah. is a boundary. You can't yeah. and stop. You, yeah, and, that's and gotta, no me consent. Yeah, yeah, and you got to know Portland is gentrifying more and more every day. Like yeah. it is. That's why I'm in San Diego. It's just <laughs> all rich white people just pushing like, everybody yeah, out. Yes. I'm, you know, and and I, it, I'm one of them. I'm I'm why I moved there. I love it there, and and we're just kind of part of the problem. You know, you realize it kind of too late, but. Do you have a joke about vegan daycare? Because I feel like that is a God, ripe, yeah. ripe area. I don't. I, I feel like there's an act out, there's a mom. I don't there's think totally, there's a kid's totally. like, one hour special in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't even have to move yeah. from it. Well, you know, like, the, the vegan The yuppie, the vegan the yuppie parents were super competitive with each other. So That's if they saw that. one kid getting potty trained, they'd be like, oh, well, my child's ready for potty training. I'm like, no, she's not. Yeah. Um, oh, my. All cloth diapers. So oh. I was like, I was like oh cleaning God. out poo poo out of two cloth diapers, a class worth, like uh, like ten kids. Wow! Oh, oh God! I have oh jokes God. about working at a vegetarian hospital, so please <laughs> tell me you have great jokes yeah. about. I mean, I I mostly have just yeah. That was like the only thing I mine. Kind it, of remember you've got stuff. I go to a trance. A Karens. Was it just hundreds of Karens every day? Oh yeah, it was oh. Karens. Oh my god, Karens and Derricks. That day, sounds like a nightmare. Oh my god. It was pre- I I lasted maybe nine months. I didn't last very long at that at that preschool. Some of the, so some of those parents should not have children. What well, it was like. It was kind of an eye-opener because I was like, you, like, I know small kids aren't for everyone. They're pretty high energy. <laughs> but, like, these parents who are, like, architects and stuff, they were just like, oh, I thought he would, like, come out. Like, I literally heard this from a mom being like, I thought he'd come out, you know, bouncing a ball or whatever. Like, I didn't know he was going to be this helpless for this long. Wow. <laughs> and then they had another kid. And I was like, are you oh, just shit. peer pressured into having kids because you feel like you might miss out with, like, all of your cohorts having children? because you really don't like maybe once the kids are older they I find they do have a better time with the kids but like oh man that those early years it's not for every adult to be able to do that social status oh yeah 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 pretty much See, women have been forced children. yeah women are two children over here women have been forced since the dawn of time you know yeah I've decided we're having more children you will have more children. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. I am the means a of production. Literally the my, means. I am a pariah in my in-laws because I chose not to have kids, and it, and oh, it yeah, kind of breaks yeah. my my father-in-law's mind a little bit. He really, really respects my husband and thinks he's a, one of the most intelligent, self-sufficient people in the world. At the same time, he thinks that I have him under my thumb, that I have denied him the right to have children. It just, yeah. he can't get, wrap his head around the fact that we discussed it for years before we got It was got a conversation. Yeah. yeah. And it was a, a, a dual decision. I had to pay, uh, I, I had to go to California and pay cash to get my tubes tied. And I had to sign paperwork allowing my, saying my husband allowed me to get my Whoa. tubes tied. I did. 
And then, you guys don't have to do that. Yeah. And Whoa. then in Portland, I kept going from gynecologist to gynecologist to gynecologist to get a hysterectomy because I was bleeding constantly oh, and no. I was weak and I was dying. Oh, shit. And they would not call it, they would not do it medically because I had uh, never had children. And even though my tubes were tied, I could still have my eggs extracted if I changed my mind, you know, at the last minute and wanted a baby. And uh, I was just furious. And I finally found a Jewish doctor who was like, yeah, just give me the money. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, here we are. (laughs) I feel much better. Because so, yeah. it was making you sick. It was making. I was killing me. Well, yeah. But yeah. But I was. I was a tramp and a whore and just and and just couldn't. Just nobody could fathom that my husband was like on the same page that I was forcing him. So he's a cuck, you know. Well, and that. Why aren't we promoting like female heroes or movies? Like any yeah. any character, any Down like harassing. a character that makes a choice not to have kids and that's okay, or that it's not even a. Uh, it's just that we there's no you don't have to have kids in fact yeah. that's a great choice like don't have kids yeah, yeah. and even on yeah, even in my family, it wasn't even like, yeah, you go, girl. It was like, yeah, we agree, you probably shouldn't have children. It was that <laughs> attitude. Sounds, yeah, so I couldn't win on either side. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't win. You can't win. Can't win. Can't yeah. win. My if wife I, and I always say that we can't conceive the idea of ever having <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's good hilarious. One. And do people ask you a lot? Are you kind of shocked the by The moment it? we got married, yeah. basically that's, from that's, there on out, was like, are you guys having kids? kids? Are you guys having uh, kids? So that's what we just so started nosy, telling people. So nosy. And we, yeah, we decided a long time ago, we, like pretty much, like we were friends for a couple of years, but like we, when we first started seeing each other, we had decided then like we don't ever want it's good compatibility yeah. to have on that. See, I'm score. like, I, my uh, dude and I have been together for seven years, Ooh, and I'm job. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. Congrats. Um, basically married, but I ain't got no ring, and I'm afraid of that too. Yeah. Um, but kids, like, I'm turning a little. You know, I'm in my late 30s, so I'm like out. I'm at 50-50 right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do I really want to put my body through this? Yeah. Because now I'm starting about starting to think about vanity more. <laughs> because I'm just it's like, important. do I really like, will, will my body get back to the way it will be? Will I really have to? And I'm not even thinking about the fact of like, you know, it's a child and a choice. Yeah. And, so but, but also, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, what about my ass uh, and my stomach? And my stomach, yeah. Because yeah. I remember my mom telling me after she had me, her body never went back. And I felt bad. So I think that got programmed into my head. But mm-hmm. also, too, I wouldn't mind having a little fuck face like Aww. me, a mini me. They are really around. cute. And I do it, like kids. But it's also like, <laughs> is it that changing moment that people talk about? Or is it just like bullshit? No, like, it, it really the- is. It it, it 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 is. God damn it! Nobody can hurt. They put her in my arms. I, I held her before my wife because you know, she was there, she had an emergency C-section. It was like a butcher's block in there. <laughs> and the uh, I'm still not sure they put everything back. But the uh, but I I held her and in that moment it was like. Oh, I might actually have to grow up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm see, like, that's where I'm and like, re- and 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 the first and and you know you you, you dealt with the little ones, they're easy. 
Yeah. When they just lie there and dribble, those are the good days. Yeah. You, you literally, you can be a bad parent for the first six months because you just put them down and they're still there. Yeah. You can give them something sharp. They're just going to look at it. They don't want to play with it. They're just going to say, "Oh, it's shiny," and they, they're great. But then they, uh, then, then they get to it. Everyone's like the terrible twos. It's not the terrible twos. I don't twos. think twos are terrible. No, the twos are terrible. The, the, the threes are tyrannical and the fucking fours. Yeah, That's fours. The, fours mm-hmm. and fives, they like, it's a developmental stage. They turn into little narcs and they're like, That's not the rules. And you're like, Oh, my mm. kid snitched on me. She's three years yeah. old. She's, <laughs> like, she's a big snitch. Yeah. She's, she's like, Mommy, daddy's a bad guy. <laughs> he should go on a timeout. What? I, my wife and Carrie, what did he do? Yeah. Well, he, you know. Wow. He, you know, and, and then the worst thing is they, they, they're a little emotional terrorists. Yeah. They, they guilt you so they, bad, They I'm can sure. guilt you. Yeah. They, you say no, and then they do the look, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, your wife, your mother got a ring for that look. Yeah. I'm a soulless monster. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'm like, those aren't real tears. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I, and I talk, I never use baby voices. I talk with kids all the time. Yeah, yeah you talk to and with children children on the autistic spectrum like i tell them like i know i know you're capable don't you act come on now like and i i'll make them do things that people are like how did you and i'm like because i'm talking to them and yeah. saying like i'm not gonna put, i know everybody else falls for your bullshit <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Right? i see that's right through you classic guys. classic they're like that's oh my shit. go-to She's line with kids that are acting up i'm like this works on mommy and daddy but you can scream in my face all day I'm, yeah. I'm getting yeah. paid yeah. for this I'm paid to... <laughs> yeah. or it's like if, if I have to yeah. if I have to get up the bus with a yeah, child or whatever like when you're a parent and you're on the bus and you've got somewhere to go and you gotta do something you're like ugh my kid is screaming whatever but if kids screaming around me I take them off the bus and I say alright let's just wait until we're ready to get back with the yeah. next bus there will come go. eventually yeah. it is I'm different when to hang it's out your with kid you. oh, yeah. oh of course it, it is oh no no it's your blood type <laughs> and that's your backup kidney that's <laughs> you you have to that's that you it's an investment that's that, that's <laughs> to harvest your your child's organs <laughs> hey between now and 18 she doesn't have a choice i can sign her name for her yeah. you know that's yeah it. also and if you know you're as selfish as i know i am and how and how narcissistic i am i know i can't share my husband with anybody oh, yeah. oh, fair. i know that mm-hmm. i knew i knew that the minute he asked me to marry him i was like I can never share you with another. Do you have a dog? Uh, we have a cat. A cat, ferrets. yeah, cat. If cat, fer- yeah, perfect. Yeah. Per- yeah, you don't have to share. They don't want to no, share no, with no, you. No, no, no. no, I mean, I have a joke about the cat. Like, he's the big spoon, she's the little spoon. I'm the bitch on the other side of the bedroom, and everybody's good times. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you have to make that decision. Like, you got to know yourself. Like, yeah. do you have the tolerance for it, or do you think you'll give in it, to those hormones? That's the, the exactly. amount of stress does kind of, oh, man, unless you have a really solid relationship, like you probably do with your wife. Like, <laughs> It's hard on a marriage. I can't. It is. <laughs> yeah, I've watched like my friend right now. She's going through it, and she has twins, and her husband's sick, and the twins are like they'll be four, so they're coming into that snitch oh, asshole man. phase. Snitch um, asshole and phase. so you, you know, so she's like trying to deal with her her husband who's sick, yeah. and then the children. So that is just like she's pulling her hair hair out. Oh, so but hard. she has some really really good dark jokes. Yeah. coming out of it 
out of all the tragedies <laughs> that she's lining. going through, there is a silver lining with that. <laughs> Twins. She'll never get out of the house. Yeah. She's going to be locked so, in forever. Yeah. So it's just no, like. That's the, that, see, that, that, I'm going to push back on you. That's the kind of thing that gets women thinking the wrong way. Because we, we have friends that she got a single mom with twins. Mm-hmm. And There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she has a fantastic, and, and the kids are great, and they spend a lot of time at the park, and they, and you know, she works, yeah. and they've got good daycare, but she got her shit together. Yeah. She, and you know, and, and the guy who gave her the kids is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's the thing is like, Pam, you know, like you worked with, like we were employed to look after children. Like yeah. when I'm off the clock, I get to go home. There's nobody else there. Oh, I drink me, heavily. I'm an adult. Yeah. 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 100%. I feel the need. Just because single Women with kids um, are not thriving financially. Does not mean they don't have their shit together. Oh, yeah, she has. She doesn't have financially. Uh, she's making less than thirty thousand dollars in San Jose. Okay. But she has got an immensely. Okay. She's got her shit together. She yeah. has got. She knows what she's doing, when she's doing it, how she's achieving it. The kids are fed. They're roofed. They're they're looked after. She gets time with them. She's got she's a great got support, and she is. Yeah. She is just, and she's not and one she of those. And she is heading for a nervous breakdown. You, you said something that was much. really important, though. You said the fact that she has support, yeah. which is really yeah. nice. But not from family. She she's in a great bit of community. She's got a really right. good community, yeah. and, and 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 actually, sorry, why well, guess not? I say sisters supporting one another. <laughs> yeah, and a village. Do. She's got a village. Well, she has. Yeah. She, there's also studies in rats that um, your brain, like mommy brain, is a thing, but not like like ditzy, like when you're pregnant. That's pregnant pregnancy brain, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but mommy brain is you like your cerebellum like actually changes to accommodate like um, all of like that that scheduling mm-hmm. like all of the executive functioning of taking care of a family like your brain structurally changes as a mom to wow. accommodate all of that so they, there is like clinical studies that are like oh yeah she handled her shit because she's got two little kids mm-hmm. and like she just has to you yeah. know. That would make yeah, sense. Sounded, what he described yeah, but, just sounded like mothering small children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Every yeah. woman who, who has small children goes through that. I've learned so That's much from this. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned that it, both socially, economically, and politically, narcissists are winning. Yes. <laughs> and Way to bring it all together. women ran the world... The world would be a better place. Aww. Aww. We've been telling you Pandering. this for years. Yeah, but <laughs> you're winning it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get fired. We need to get rid of the glass ceiling. It needs to be a glass floor so we can look up. Oh, okay. yeah. oh. Well, but we're wearing pants. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where's the pants? Back to the bleachers again. <laughs> <laughs> Take off your pants and put on your skirt. It's Mary Kay time. Let's go to work. <laughs> I can't believe you know all that. That's hell awesome. yeah. Do you guys? You guys. Mary Kay product. Yeah, cosmetics. Mary Mary Kay. Uh, they don't like you to wear pants. They also don't like <laughs> uh, gay guys to sell their product. I was like, so I got into Mary Kay for just a second because I was like, I had to do something, and I was living in San Diego. I didn't know. So I went to one of the meetings because yeah. you know free booze and oh, yeah. no, there wasn't free booze. There were snacks. Because uh, they're all they're finger foods. I was like, oh, free food, I'm in. But uh, that was one of the things. They all stand up and they do this little cheer at the beginning, Shut and it's about up. take off your pants so and put on your skirt. Freaking. It's Mary Kay time. Let's go to work. That's and hilarious. I I wanted so two of my buddies who live in Hillcrest, one of them drag queen, and I was like, you should get into selling Mary Kay. 
because you could sell Mary Kay to all your drag queen friends. He's like, that's good product. I don't see why not. And they were like, (laughs) Mary Kay was like, no, we don't do that. We don't have men sell our product. And I'm like, what about drag queens? And they're like, definitely not. No, definitely not. Which I couldn't believe. And this was like in 2006. So I'm like, seriously, 2006 in San Diego, you aren't progressive enough to let a drag queen sell your fucking Do you know how much money they would have made? I know, right? I'm like, seriously, like some of Yeah. I mean, some of the drag queens would have totally ate that shit up. Absolutely. The little cases, it all comes together. I know. Mix and match things. Like, wow, they're fucking lost. Who doesn't love Oh, who doesn't love that homophobia? I know, but that's what I You know what that is. It's all. But also that just that they're they're like wearing a skirt somehow makes you more professional. Oh. Or whatever. I know. Tigger says what? <laughs> uh, just a tag mark for the people. It's it's one o'clock. We've been in it for an hour. It's the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. You at high noon to two. Uh, we haven't necessarily been talking about the news, probably because it's too depressing. Uh. I mean, y- yeah. I'll go through the names. I'm joined by my co-host Latoya. <laughs> We've got Billy Joe Gillespie out of Boulder, Colorado. Maggie O'Neill out of San Diego. Jeremy Demery out of Cleveland, Ohio. John Garside from like Sunnyvale or something like that. And <laughs> somewhere on the peninsula. <laughs> and we have April Gallaty also hanging out out of Portland. It's a big, it's a big mix today. Is West yeah. Coast strong? I mean. And 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 Midwest. And it's Midwest. okay. Yeah. okay. I don't li- I don't mind being like you, the only one or number two. And, well, no, you we've know, got Colorado's Midwest, Midwest right? No, no, that's, no, that's the rock. No, rock, okay. Well, rock. Toya did not like that. That's the Rockies. I'm native. I'm half Native American, so I'm used to being like the minority. <laughs> How do you think my grandfather was born on a reservation in Oklahoma and Muskogee? So no, I, yeah, we got. Yeah. You never know. That's quite a family history. <laughs> oh yeah. Oklahoma? Oh yeah, it's a sad ass um, state though. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, just, yeah. Growing up in Oklahoma though leads to great jokes. <laughs> I grew up in Lone That's Grove. That's right. You told me and that. And I last have night. wonderful jokes about Lone Grove that are really hidden. <laughs> With people in Lone Grove? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I also have jokes about what it's like to go back now that I have a YouTube channel and they've seen the jokes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. How many stoplights do they have there now? Last like now. Now how one. many? Still one. one? They, they still do not need to use it all the time. Just when the kids one are coming stoplight. to and from hour. school <laughs> and Rush Friday hour. night games and stuff. Anything how many going people? on at the high school? Four hundred people. Uh, four thousand. Four thousand people. Okay. So have here's one Saratoga Springs in Wyoming. So 40 years ago, they had a parade when they had the stoplight installed. And it, the whole town came out. We went through there two years ago, um, a little bit of revival tour for my father-in-law. And two years before that, they took it out because there wasn't enough traffic. Wow. My gosh. That's Damn. so much of America, too. Or well, the United States, excuse me. Well, but, and, but we don't have any room to take refugees. No. And now, and now we certainly don't. Because You're making 2040 come too, too. Well, uh, I mean, and, together. and what? Remember when uh, we were talking about this before about the the border stuff and Trump and that he's trying to. 
He doesn't like brown or black people. He's trying to shut everything down and using... This is just this new coronavirus. I feel like it's not even really that big of a threat, but it's an opportunity for our current racist administration to find another way to have trade embargoes and embargoes against other places. So now we can say, oh, you know, we didn't take any of the 4 million Syrian refugees because they're diseased and scary and they're going to kill Americans. So it's like, but look how much space we have. Why can't we like give some people cancer? Because they're not from Denmark. That's why. I just don't. They're not from Norway. But when does the when does the world become global to the point where we have to we have to share? Because we have so much to share. We have a lot of land. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of places like if you go to places like you say like Wyoming or fucking Kansas. Who the fuck lives in Kansas? I actually have family in Kansas. Yeah, but but but, the but like, there's so much. Space. But like when driving through these states, literally, there's so much. Like I'm not saying build a town in every small plot that you see, but there's so much. Like a lot. There's towns that are dying because there's no one left, or it's because the opioids. Uh, which that's that's actually killing a lot of small towns. I actually. say let's get some Burmese motherfuckers in here. Have some good food. Let's like energize <laughs> Kansas. And Wyoming with some like badass West Virginia, right? Like let's bring in some. Not that food is the only thing they can bring. I'm sure that there's tons and tons of gifts. Well, are we okay? But you're trash. You're trash. Oh, it's 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 just Victoria. It's It's cans. It's can time. But I mean, the fact of the matter is just like you know, that's that fear of the 2040. It's coming too soon for a lot of people. I feel like this whole Corona thing is just a a big excuse for us to employ more racist policies against immigrants. Am I I an insane person? Like, am I coming out of left field with that? I think you might find that it's going to be the first time with the timing of it, because this is just the start of it. You have to bear in mind this is based off flu. This is a COVID virus. And so this will this won't really start gaining traction until the, until the fall or fall or the fall. Oh. Which an point election you're in, and that you've got an election, and guess what? You're going to have both sides of the house saying we're going to do health care because they don't have a choice because this is going to kill the voters they have and the voters they want. It, this could actually be the this could actually Ooh, force good things. Point. I if you want that's the age, if, if you old white people vote. And all oh, white yeah. people are going to get killed by this. Well, and so both parties are going to say, we got you. <laughs> you think? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, they're I, also paid for, you know? like I think it's going to go malicious style. I think it's going to go shut down, quarantine, malicious style, super takeover, uh, post-apocalyptic craziness. You really think shut it's going to go down. that far? <laughs> yeah, I do. So why has London Breed not done that already? <laughs> oh, she well, she's already declared the state of emergency here and said that everyone's on like high alert. But um, it's going to be the lo- I think it's going to be the larger scale government that comes in and puts everything on lockdown. I, this background music makes me it sounds makes very it ominous. No, yeah, it's yeah. very spooky. In the, in here right spooky. Now. He um, forty five. <laughs> the one dude in the White House has been, uh, you know, at his like uh, cult rallies. Uh, basically saying like you know it'll just go away you know it'll just fade away and the democrats are like coming out and scaring people with the coronavirus and it's just like no actually this is if you it's not a smart move to like do this during an election year 
because there could be a chance that he le leaves. I don't think if <clears throat> Biden makes the um, if he becomes the bid, I don't think I think uh, nothing really uh, another four years it says it's not a big deal. Like gag ordering the entire like top if, officials if, for health care. If Biden God. gets it and, and he doesn't win, it's because the Bernie people just said, fuck it. Yeah. And at which point true. it's on them. You know what? If you want, and if you think this four years was fun, oh, the next four, fucked. he has no controls. The lead is off. Yeah. He's, it, so if it's if, a free for all. If, if the left wants to, if the left want to just say, oh, we, we didn't get our person, we're taking our toys home. That's it's what, like, all right, well, that's what happened last time because you said, uh, no, we're fully for women, but we're not fucking voting for one. Uh, that, that's a line. Yeah. yeah it's very childish. But, I mean, this is like a point that pe both parties could won and win on. But the fact that now that you have 45, he's just so such an imbecile. You know, it'll just go away. And now he's he's making Mike Pence. Uh, he's like, I'm going to move this over to Mike Pence now. Yeah, the and guy who doesn't believe in science. Well, no, right. that, Let's get the Christian guy that who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. That, if you know anything about Mike Pence, he was the governor of Indiana. He made HIV a comeback. Oh he my totally God. did. Yeah, there was there was uh, when his last years of being governor of Indiana, uh, there was a hep a hep a hepatitis C mm -hmm. outbreak, and then it turned into like the HIV. Well, that absolutely yeah. makes sense because Christians advocate abstinence, and those dirty whores were all fucking, and therefore well, they was, all I, got it, HIV. It was also with uh, sharing needles as well, right? Because That's dirty also... drug addicts have a problem, and if they find their way to Christ, they could be okay. So we're like basically we're headed for a downfall. I think so. <laughs> I see it ends. falling apart. Yeah, I, I'm scared. I'm, not, I'm just going to be content. I can't even be mad well, anymore. If All I'm going to die, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Like I, I'll, I'll know when it happens. I've, I've lived 45 not going years. That far, I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ready to die. Some yet. people are going to die of Corona. Some people aren't. I'm either going to die or I'm not going to die. It's either a real thing or it's not. No, the I better die sucks. having a Corona. Yeah, not, there we go. Not fucking like having. Lime yeah. or no lime? Are Ooh, you like fucking a lime? Lime? Yeah. Oh yeah, it tastes like piss without it. Hey, really some people are into that. <laughs> water, water sports. Water sports. Uh, <laughs> Apparently our president's into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that tape. Actually, I don't know. I would like to see that tape. Yeah, I guess. I, I totally would. would. I'm, I'm a pervert. I mean, I just want to see his little mushroom penis so I can point and laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh. It's like mushrooms, though. It's like... <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds God. so cute. It's <laughs> really adorable. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't mind... Uh, well, what, I don't. I, every nothing is real. Everything is fake. Trump's gonna win again. We, we have no control. I have a stencil with Pam right now. Yeah. <laughs> is this chair really even here? Don't keep yeah. hope. Oh, we have a podcast. Of weed are you smoking? I just, <laughs> someone yeah. please get some sativa. Debbie, get Debbie the sativa. Downer. She needs something this better. Is the, She's just well, trying no, to get on the, the side key. of the nihilist the so she can also be winning. I've always been. I've always been a nihilist. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Uh, no, I guess maybe it does. Did everybody vote yesterday? Yes. I mailed in my ballot Good as I was going to be here. here. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. We didn't have to vote yesterday. Yeah. When do you guys vote? Uh, it's coming St. up. Patrick's Day. Okay. It's coming up. Yeah. Uh -huh. Are oh, you going to make it to the polls, do you think? I'm in the uh, Green Party, so it didn't I, I matter. Bet you, I bet you you're gonna be, you guys are going to have a bunch of voter suppression. You're in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Help, help. I'm being yeah. suppressed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who, I'm I'm from a swing state, so who knows what's gonna come out of my mouth? Oh right? yeah, 
yeah, we didn't vet you before you yeah. got in here. He's from Cleveland. He's cool. It's That's Cincinnati. Cool. You have to give the side eye to. One of the Bernie buds or whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bernie buddies. Bernie, Bernie buddies. That's what I want to call them. That's cute. Are they called bros? Bros. Bernie bros. bros. Which is misgendering a lot of Bernie I don't supporters. like it. But, but Cleveland, Cleveland's like a democratic city anyway. But yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question, Latoya, about... Um, uh, Flavor Flav getting axed out of Public oh, Enemy. Oh, that hurts my heart. Right? Isn't okay. that kind of fucked up? Okay, so um, sad news this week, too, if I you're mean, a hip-hop we were in, Yeah, if you were in the Bernie Bros camp, like, I'm very conflicted about that because that seems kind of sh- sad. I, that okay, so there's Public controversy with uh, Public Enemy and the fact that Chuck D, he's been going around at the Bernie rallies, and he's going as Public Enemy Radio, not Public Enemy. And so Flavor Flav, we I don't know how he swings politically. Like a cease and desist. Yeah, he yeah. said to cease and desist because Chuck of Public D. Enemy. Yeah, and you know, you can't have pu- Public Enemy without Chuck D and Flavor Flav. So basically, Chuck D is like, you know, I've had enough of the shenanigans. And so, basically, he kicked uh, Flavor Flav out of Public Enemy. Wow. And now the joke is the fact that um, Public Enemy broke up because of a white dude, Bernie. Because if you you guys listen to Public Enemy, it's very militant and it's great fucking music. Um, But the fact that matter that Chuck D had been, you know, he's been playing some of the songs at the Bernie rallies. And because Public Enemy is, that's his name, but also Two Flavor Flav is part of the group. But Flavor Flav doesn't support Bernie. He's such a capitalist because of his Flavor of Love show. Yeah. And, well, and this is here, and, yeah. here's the ironic thing about that. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of PE fans, Public Enemy, have said that the value of Public Enemy has went down because of the fact because that... Of flavor of because of Flavor of Love. Because of Flavor of Love. Yes. Because yes. it's just like, now it's like when you listen to it, can you take it seriously when you hear Flavor Flav no. as to like the, I, what the mesh... I rewatched some of that recently, like talk about... like Brilliant. I, the Bachelor kind of turns my stomach and I watch Flavor Flav and that was, and was before like, The Bachelor, oh, so man. that was what kicked off The Bachelor. And by the way, I did watch Flavor of Love and <laughs> I was like, I, I, I just lost my black card oh, because yeah. it, I'm just like, it is like, some, it is like a minstrel show. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, Flavor Flav is actually really intelligent and he knows how to play a bunch of instruments. It's a, it's a whole character that he plays. Okay. But the fact that. That's know, what he's putting out is, yeah. yeah I mean, the other, the other he's guy. Because he's a capitalist. Yeah. If he plays his character, he's going to make money off this character. Right. Yeah. right. And then maybe it's the fact that he doesn't want to be associated with yeah. Bernie Sanders. I don't know. They didn't, the articles I've read about it, they haven't gotten into the meat of that so, part. It's, it's that what, what I've been saying for a long time is we used to divide among race. And now in America, we're dividing on class. And class comes down to it's, there's the rich and there's the poor and people that have money are entitled and worth things and they're important and they have value. Well, they both got money, who, but but it, it's, it's but flavor flavor now is one of the haves. Yeah, and I mean he doesn't want to be well, he doesn't want to spread I the have not about that image. though because I mean isn't Public Enemy about like just not having any leaders like just no like, it's about having leaders and it's a, a, their music is about black empowerment and it, it talks about 
like the suffering of the black woman and the black men and what has society and the the trickery of politics mm. and what they yeah. do and then also economically being suppressed and there's just so much like that is one of my favorite true i'm hip-hop groups and but with Chuck D, you know, and I, I have mad respect for him because he sees like what Bernie is trying to do, and he also he's following the fact of like you know don't believe the hype. Yeah, don't believe the hype. And like with following these established candidates because they're not going to do anything for you. They're just going to fatten their pockets. And with this guy over here who just became a millionaire just because he sold some fucking books, who's been consistent the whole time, and who at least, you know, was part of a movement that helped uh, us in the culture, or at least put it, had a handprint in it. You know, this guy over this guy who was best friends with Strom Thurmond. Bernie may be the only man in history who's ever made a million dollars on accident. Right. right and yeah he, he didn't didn't become wanna, a... he still want to just put his ideas across and put out you know his his words and then all of a sudden this his ideas are making him money and all really of a sudden popular. we should be mad about it like it's... right and the thing is like it's not unrealistic i've been having uh spats with my relatives who are biden people and they're older and i see what they're saying and i still have questions about i give bernie the side eye about a couple of things reparations and also i need to know facts of how we're going to pay for a lot of this stuff too i need notes i need something i can't just go on words but for right now I, you're you're my dude um but you know with the biden people like you know i think the reason why the black vote went to biden because that's what basically happened yeah. Is because they associate the fact of the Obama effect. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not the same dude. (laughs) And even Obama could have did better his second term. I feel like a lot of people with Biden, it's more of like the double you know more so than It's that. It's that on top of the Obama effect, on top of he's an established Democrat. That never would have occurred to me. Their mind around this new definition of socialism. Which we already have. I, I, I sometimes I feel like as socialists we've done a poor job of communicating what our idea of what socialism is because it's not like the Red Scare or no it's not it's democratic it's, so and that's, exactly and that's what just grinds my gears because well, it's, the, it's the Green New Deal it's it's a great it's a great four pillar program we've gone through it in the past and by forgiving student loan debt right. we can remove it's the, yoke the new of version debt of the New Deal hope again for the future yeah that they don't have to be caught in this crazy that they all of that the forgiveness of loans the it's, it's universal health care right it's a restart over just like what uh, uh roosevelt programs. did to help with the depression it's a restart it's a pause and let's start over again new plan to get people out of these because, economic uh depression because if we can forgive the fucking banks if we can after the which the dot welfare. bomb of 2008. If we can forgive every single... Oh, so we just take the houses away from the people, but then we give the banks all back their money? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's, Who lost? Who like lost here? Money. They oversold... Yeah, yeah the taxpayer. So, so that's socialism. So we took the people's money and we it's, gave it to the banks? What the fuck kind of socialism is this? Is capital socialism. This is my socialist rant of the motherfucking day. They took all... Of, they they forced people into getting the biggest loans that they could because those people were making money off the loans. And, and they, they were, were like, tricking they were people. like, sell, 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 because they think they did the thing with the government, so you get low-interest loans, so get a loan, get as big 
house as you can. Oh, you can get a little bigger of a house. Don't worry, everything's gonna be great. You have this job. Oh, and then they lose the job, and then they have the thing, and then their house is foreclosed on. And then everyone's house is foreclosed on, and everyone loses money, except the banks. The banks get that house. Oh, we had to sell it for this much, but then we got covered for the rest. And who loses? All of us. And who paid for us? Us. But and where is our fucking health care? And where is our housing? They took it away from us. Well, well also, Gave too, to with those loans that you're talking about in 08, a lot of people were tricked and lied to. Yeah. And a lot of those people, that, that that's what basically what happened. They were tricked and lied to because other people made money off how uh, much exactly, loans. Exactly. A lot of those people did not go to jail. Did not go to. Yeah. Um, where did the jail people well, it's like the same people who are misunderstanding socialism, and there's like a lot of money backing people to misunderstand socialism. Exactly. All right, the same people who are like, coronavirus is from beer. Like, right. it's, it's those people. Yeah. It's that 38 mm-hmm. percent. Sure. You can you can thank Nixon for this. He's the one that he Nixon uh, yes. Nixon not because of his politics, but because he reduced the education Nation, budget exactly. and nobody noticed. He yeah. sure did. And and and, and you unfortunately, I'm sorry, the British guy's telling you this, but. <laughs> You've been, you've been getting dumber for 50 years. Exactly. To the point where Facebook just said, hold on, we can finish this. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it was, it, it also, we compounded it in 2000 with No Child Left Behind, and it was a systematic calling of critical thought from our education system. Yeah. I was teaching in the system at the time, and I quit teaching because I saw what they were doing. And they were teaching to the test, and they weren't, they literally took critical thought away. I was teaching English, and I was like, we're going to read these books. And they're like, no, we have this test coming up, and we need to do these and vocabulary. And we'll funding if we don't, don't exactly. teach the test. It's pretty, it's like education down a barrel of a gun, which is also a big problem. It, but nobody literally. was learning. They were all, mem- they weren't even memorized. It was like, it was that weird time before you could just look up whatever you want on your phone, which makes us dumber because no one actually has to learn anything or commit things right. to memory. So if you don't have anything to base any critical thought off of, then you have no critical thought because all you have is just a constant imbibement of images and nothing sticks. So you're not a real person. You've never created your own idea of what's right or wrong and how to judge what you're seeing against some kind of compass because there's no compass because a compass is constantly moving because it's just image, 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 image. And we did that on purpose. I saw it. I saw it in 2001 and I got out of the education system because I was Parents like, I can't be a, a part of this. responsibility to educate their children as well as the school. It's not, oh, an, outsour- absolutely. It's not an outsourcing arrangement. Well, it's it not- kind of School is the most important. I think, I think, I definitely believe it starts at home. That's that's point blank period. But then again, you got a lot of stupid so-called parents. Well, but then again, everyone has to work in order to survive. They'll have a job. They have. You never get to spend time with your kids because who's allowed to stay at home and raise the kids? I think I think it's a worse factor now because, like, I mean, I was born in the '80s, and like my parents, I'm a child of divorce. But my mom would at least try to make time, maybe on the weekends, to do something scholastic with me because she was working and uh, I wouldn't see her till 11 at night, Aww. you know. But she she would try to show up when she could, from, you know, what, ha- what have you. But I do see parents now that aren't invested in anything right. with their kids. I'm not saying all, yeah. but I'm just saying that now. And I'm talking about those at a certain economic distress. Yeah, like, well, parents who are working three jobs for less and less money, right. they don't get to hang out with you their kids. You don't get kids. to hang out with so your kids. I you're spend trying- more time with kids in, like, my preschool classroom or as a nanny than their parents do, like, on the weekends if it's over 45 hours. 
I am with your kids more than you are. Because they try to provide. Sad. Yeah. 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 They try my, to provide. My, my kid does refer to my... We have a nanny. I'm sorry. I, I will. I'm, I'm I a will. nanny. That's fine. I want one. My kid refers to uh, my nanny's young son... Uh, as uh, Tulago, which is Filipino for brother. Aww, that's awesome. Um, and that, that, that's how it is. And she yeah. spends more time with, you know, me and my wife. My, my wife uh, is studying. She wants to make a better life for the kids. She, wants, she's, yeah. she gets her PhD in a couple of months' time. That's yeah, awesome. I just wish, you know. like, people were paid more so, you you know, you could pick your kid up at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon right. versus, you know, right. 7 exactly. o'clock at, or nice. 11 o'clock at night. Like, sure. so you can have oh, more. Yeah. Everybody wants more time. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. That, the, the, sing, the, the, the single mom lady I talked about before, mm -hmm. we learned all the tricks about arranging childcare from her. Oh, yeah. She served as an education. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we have we have a gym membership which includes kitty care for up to four hours and the nanny and then after club as well. Oh, and that's at nice. some point the kid comes home. Uh, <laughs> I think so. It might be tonight. Uh, <laughs> I gotta check. I gotta check the calendar. Yeah, you gotta that's poke the See, this is why if I do have a, a, a little spawn. Um, a fuck face, you called it earlier. Fuck, I know. A face. <laughs> I was trying to clean it up. <laughs> just in case my future right. other one hears me. Yeah. Um, I would have to have money to have a little bit more yeah. dough to have a nanny. And nannies, I would pay, like, I would, of course it wouldn't probably be an everyday thing, but I would have to get a nanny. Yeah, I said it's, that. It, <laughs> I got right. Ah, damn it. I mean, the low, I love the having... low rate is The low rate is 20 bucks an hour for one kid. In SD, yeah. And probably too. So that's cash. That's so cash. That's actually $30 an hour, and it's cash. So even as, you know, white people can't. <laughs> Get a tax credit on it, or yeah. write it off because it's under the if table. I put my social, if I put my nanny social number on that, first of all, she'd have to have one. Second, but uh, uh, no, but second of all, she gets medical, so she can't actually earn money because. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I, it, 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 and that's just to make it affordable. For, we're in a relationship. She needs the cash. I need my kid to be looked after so I can make the cash. So my wife doesn't go mad because like the three-year-olds are. <laughs> that doesn't translate to radio too well. But, you know. <laughs> Kids probably calling. If, you know what, Mike? I got double, like, the kid can both call CPS and yeah. INS. I'm double fucked. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, take him. He did bad things. <laughs> He's not a citizen. Oh, Get man. rid of his damn ass. <laughs> I'll help you build a wall with my Lego. We have. About 15 minutes left here on the Altcast for the special Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival Very 2020. Special. I'm joined by Jeremy Demery and John Garside and Maggie O'Neill and Billy Joe Gillespie's hanging out. The Toy of the Sheriff of Truth, as always, is here. Uh, where, where, where are we with the new? What's the scariest thing? Uh, so from last night, Biden got uh, the majority of the states. Uh, we know Bernie got California. Uh, it was close in Texas, though, but Biden got that. Um, I'm sure. I haven't been reading the news today. I just read that part. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got today. I, well, I got so drunk last night. I took my contact lenses out and put them in my cousin's contact lens like carrier, like over her contact lenses. Oh. And I was like, hey, sorry. And she was like, I would say it happens, but that's never happened to me <laughs> ever before. That only happens to you, Maddie. You're like, I couldn't see. I, I can't see. But yeah, I was yeah. super anxious. I was like, why did I get so drunk last night? Oh, because I'm terrified of yeah. the political state. It's yeah, oh. I, I think I think I'm gonna take a break for a moment. 
I've been, it's it's getting stressful. Yeah. So Bernie's not going to be the Democratic. We don't know yet. I mean, we it's have not. a lot of delegates. If you get California, you can't, you can't. But Biden of. got more than, Biden got 20%. So he's yeah. still going to get proportion. He's not, Bernie's not going to get all 555. Biden, uh, so is he going to run on his own? He gets a percentage. I'm not sure. The he question is, is he going to play? It's, what game does he want to play? And I'm sorry, yeah. I'm, I support Bernie's policies. I'm a European. I was raised yeah. under many of them. Oh, no, yeah. you got the NHS. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and, my yeah, boyfriend's and, and from uh, Bristol. So. And, you know, in the Olympics, at the closing ceremony, we did a 15-minute song and dance about routine the, yeah. with about kids NHS? on bouncing beds about the National Health, Health Service. Service. That Johnson's trying to cut. Yeah, colonialism and the NHS, the two good things. You might disagree about one of them. But the, uh, <laughs> be careful! Be careful with those Tories, though. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was I was one of Margaret. I was one of Thatcher's kids. Um, back home, I'm considered conservative with a capital C. Ooh, you shouldn't tell that my, to my, tell that to my boyfriend. Yeah, but here I'm considered a communist. That's yeah. the, you know, those, oh, it, right. It's huh? a varying of degrees, you know. Yeah, um, perspective for being sure. Half Arab and half Native American. The only thing that we're afraid of in my household is English colonists. Yeah. <laughs> Word. I get big strong men. I get, I get good price for you. You, uh, we go down Maiden's Lane. I get good price for you. You're strong. Trauma. I would never have thought that that was your ethnic mix. Yeah, that's so cool. Typical white guy most of the time. Yeah, but that what a cool mix. Yeah. Native American. A lot of sunlight in Cleveland. That's why I'm so pale. Sure. <laughs> Native American. And what? What's the uh, P- Persian? What are you? Native American and then uh, Lebanese. I'm Lebanese. I'm ass. I'm Irish. Are ya? If you couldn't tell ya. Are ya? Maggie O'Neill. Maggie O'Neill. I can't believe it. No. <laughs> my and great, again, sorry. My grandfather came from <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs> really. His name was Sip Lee. You and I are yeah. practically cousins. We're probably yeah. cousins. <laughs> Lebanese. I knew I liked you. <laughs> I knew I liked you for a reason. I'm Irish too. Oh, um, Irish. Our our surname was Horan. It's per, it's spelled H O R A N. And I always thought it was Haran or H A R A N. I always thought it was pronounced Haran. Oh, they don't follow any rules for pronunciation and it's Horan. It's crazy. Horan. So I've always been a horn. Horn. Yeah, but I like that because it's like I've been horn around for a while now. Huh? <laughs> but it's H A R E N. Wait, so you guys are just Irish? Uh, Come on, lay it on the table. Uh, Irish. Da- I have some Danish blood I mean, in me too. I've never gotten tested or anything because it just seems like a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> like red, red hair. Yeah. Red hair, yeah. Light Most skin. of my family is either redhead or toe-headed so I pretty much know it's all Ireland and Northern European nice yeah I'm all I'm all that northern stuff I got some Russian Jew in me that's, that's where the Benjamin comes from yeah yeah originally Rakovsky Ooh. Yeah, they changed the name at Ellis Island because uh, Rakovsky was too Jewy, but Benjamin, no problem yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> really? You're really, like really unjewed it there, guys. Yeah. You're really figuring it out. They did it so many times that it all of a sudden became that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went right back. <laughs> I was like, all right. But yeah. So Good. We got all the ethnicity all stuff the ethnicity. out of the yeah, way at go. the bottom of the hour. You don't have to be racist <laughs> against each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is, everyone, even just what we were doing, that's racist, but it's not bigotrous. So that's it's the thing not. is that we're all racist. Everyone's like, racism's bad, racist. But racism is a thing. 
that we can all acknowledge because that's what's happening, but it's bigotry that's the problem. Like, I can say you're Irish. That's racist. I'm talking about your race. I, mean, I don't think it's racist. That's for not white racist. People. It's yeah, ra- it's definitely it's not. It's not racist. It's making race the conversation. Right. Yeah. It's making, which I think yeah. is yeah. It's racism. not racism. Oh, oh, I see. So yeah. racist is the. So yeah. we talk about racism all the time, <laughs> but only some people are have bigotry in their hearts, and that makes them racist. Well, and just like a person that is like a minority, like myself or even you, we can't be racist because we are not the majority. Yeah, that is if you read and I always like to tell white people that like oh those black people being racist I'm like no they're being bigots we're not allowed, <laughs> no, no, we're no. Not allowed that Do word you bring your whiteboard along yeah. <laughs> if you'll uh, see here on my diagram like, oh no we can be bigots but can't be racist yeah because it's it's just like one of the like I like to always put up the definition of racism and I actually had to reread it myself to make sure yeah I was right. That's what I thought. So, yeah. So it's when the larger population subjugates the smaller population because of the... That's why we say minorities. Minorities. Aha. So even minority is a pejorative term, saying that one is somehow lesser than or that they're a minority. That's why we started to say people of color, in which now I'm starting to back away from that word because people of color, that that engulfs us into... We, you know, we each individual in uh, the demographic of people of color have a need of something. If you lump us all together, each individual demographic is not going to get what this demographic needs. For that's example. what we want. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're like, right. For, that- the, for example, like a lot of like Latinos, it, more on the Mexican side, not Puerto Ricans, because they are American. Um, are, they're looking at immigration, what have you. That's something that need, that's a factor in the uh, Latinx community. That's not a factor that's in the black community. Sure. Black community is more about, uh, our, we need our social economics as right. well as the Latin community. And then in like a lot of the Arab community, they're also suffering bigotry because white supremacy as well. But also to immigration is also a factor in there. Well, and it's a different it's yeah. a different thing because they have immigration and you had slavery. So when you put all people of color together, oh, wait, wait, well, you negate the black experience by saying that like Mexicans did not have immigration. They were still right. So we stole yeah, we're, we're yeah. on we're like, on there. there. We're yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. Sure. But with the but so and that and so that experience but that experience is different. And if you lump all people of color together, then you negate the black experience of being brought over by slavery, and you say that yeah. that, that that issue Everyone, is different. Everyone, each than, demographic has what's a different. What's the experience. What's the Native American tribe here? It's like the Ohlone. Is that oh, there were a who, lot in California? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in like San Francisco, oh. in particular, isn't it the Ohlone? They, they yeah. Yeah. I should know that. Ohlone oh, and uh, um, back check. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, damn it. one of the towns of Napa is named after them, not Sonoma. Um. Well, on Mount Diablo, there's cool Indian caves, and you can go and hang out and go. Oh. You gotta go yeah. up to Mount Diablo and you do the shrooms that, and you walk around. Is that around over in the caves. like by the military bunker, like on the other side of the bridge? Uh, or is that yeah, other it, side of that bridge. It literally is the biggest mountain. You oh, can okay. see I have it from here too in yeah. San Francisco. You can see it, but it's over. Yeah. You can see I the weather, historical you can see the weather station that. on the top of that. Oh, okay. It's okay. how we know Which, when the rain's um, coming. Which tribe was it where the women just got tired of being raped by the priests and just 
attack the whole mission? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. Okay, that happened a couple of times. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that's, I think that's great. That's not very Christ-like of. I Everyone involved. I'm not being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta that, look that one that up. That could have like been that. Fremont on Thursday. Because <laughs> um. now, because being raised Catholic too, now I'm definitely interested. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The church has a history of taking it when we taking over people's well, lands. I, I, was I'm just, a, I have a lot of white guilt. I was just thinking about this <laughs> on the bus ride over for no reason in particular. It just popped into my brain. But I think that's one of the big reasons Catholics today are so against like birth control and abortion. Because back in the day, if you had a ton of kids, you couldn't feed them all. So like your 13th, 14th, 15th kid would go work. Um, you know, they'd go into the church and like that's how they would get fed is through the church's, you know, in- industry. So it makes sense that that might be a holdover from today that they're like, no birth control. Like, well, that's not really how the world works anymore. So. Or Every sperm is sacred. Yeah. I was going to say, listen, the first time, first time we met, we were singing that song. And that oh, was, I always it's remember Monty that. Python and there, there's all the these children. The meaning of life. It, it, that's, that's it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, children. We can't keep you. We're selling you for medical experiments. <laughs> What about the orphanage? Nope. We nope. need the money as well. Nope. Medical experiments is how it has to be. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that the, the answer is ab- abortion is fine. I have a bunch yep. of abortion jokes. And it, honestly, I feel like I've made, they were positive decisions in my life. If I had a five-year-old right now, I would not be doing Boo, a mutiny radio yeah. comedy festival. <laughs> not a child-friendly space. at the park everywhere. What's the difference between, this is a good nanny joke, what's the difference between a mommy and a nanny at the park? What's that? There's no difference. They're both on their cell phone. <laughs> uh, like, no one is paying attention I to the kids. I watch them when we're outside. No, I, I do. I, <laughs> and then I go, even the dogs have cell phones. But no, yeah. I actually do watch the kids. I watch. I always interact with them. If they're paying me money, I will be the best and people always tell me like you're a great mommy and I'm just like because I'm like you can see I love this child yeah but and I take it I take that compliment I'm like thank you thanks I am the mommy yeah I'm no need to check yeah no need to check (laughs) but I'll take the compliment I don't care it's nice as a mistake but if you're paying me 20 to 25 bucks an hour to take care of your kid yeah I'm gonna make that child the that's what I'm doing I'm not gonna be drunk might be a little high if you had a five-year-old you would be doing this right now in the same room and she would be there and you'd be smoking weed and she'd probably be called corona, <laughs> and, corona. And, i would i, I would know Corey and, for and, sure and, and 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 she would be the sweetest i'm going with a she because that's all i know these days but <laughs> once you've had a daughter you don't want to have a son you worked out mm. now this, this didn't fuck up as bad as a lot of them i'm gonna risk this she would be sweet and you would be you it, Children don't change people as much as we think. They change. They change your outcome. I I, yeah. I don't. I think that having a baby completely changed every aspect of your life. You have to. April take was them giving to, a jerk off motion that yeah, entire time. That entire yeah, I. I mean, if I had a kid, it would be. It would be the worst. Here's the first thing that would happen. Uh, accidentally, that child would grow up knowing that. Mommy always wanted to be something, but you came along, and so she never got to reach all of her goals. I don't ever and think I, about that about my I parents. Wouldn't. No, 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 but I, 
<laughs> I, I'm sure that my parents, well, my mom lived her goals vicariously through me for many years, which is why I was so unhappy. Oh, okay. And then when I negated that, our relationship kind of schismed. Oh, surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't living the life you wanted that you trained me for. I'm sorry that I'm I can sorry, answer Bobby. some of this. Yes. Um, my life, my goals did get pretty much put on hold once I got pregnant. I do not blame my children for not for things paths not taken. I love my kids and I'm thankful for them. Yeah. For the life we've had. Yeah. But as soon as they were in high school, <laughs> it was time to start comedy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. That's now awesome. they they are raised. I I, I attempted the responsible route kind of failed but attempted you know <laughs> and uh now that they were young adults it was time to mommy can be free a little bit it, w it was it was time to get back to my goals yeah sure sure you know i had put it off for for 21 years but hey i was back at it yeah gotcha. that's awesome well i you know and i was i was making those i was thinking to those choices i was i was married back in the day and i was thinking about having kids and all that stuff but I honestly, if I didn't have my master's degree, I, I honestly, I told my ex-husband the time, I was like, I can't have kids until I have my master's degrees. Because if I don't, I'm never going to get them. And then I'm going to always think that this is this kid's fault. And even if I never say it out loud, mm -hmm. I'm still going to, that's going to be Many there. women feel that way. And yeah. then I'm going to be a shitty mom because I'm going to be like, you know what, you little motherfucker? It could have <laughs> been something if it wasn't for you. And I didn't want to put that on anybody. Yeah. And also, I love alcohol. So <laughs> I, I've been my entire 30s, like I've, I've been sober the past 33 days now. And there we go. Yay, whatever. Thank Good you. It's the longest I've ever gone without alcohol. I love drinking. And I knew that I couldn't have kids and love drinking because I can never yeah. be around kids when I'm drinking. You have to be not drinking for almost a year if yeah. you get pregnant. Exactly. I don't know. My mom's. My mom always says the best thing to pair with red wine is child negligence. <laughs> it's a crying baby. Yeah. She likes throw that into pillows. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. my, my wife. My wife found out she was pregnant after she'd gone without drinking for a while. And found out she was pregnant while she was absolutely wasted on martinis. No, they're so small. They're just every cells time at that the point. kid does something stupid, you don't believe it. <laughs> nice. 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 Oh man, that kid's still wasted on you, your martini. Do you, uh, do you bring that up in like when you guys are discussing parenting choices you might disagree on? Are you are you ever do you ever throw <laughs> do you that use in that face? Do you like, use that shade? Well, you got drunk in December of 2018, and now look at our however. <laughs> you don't know how. Marriage works. No, nope, no. Nope. Uh, super single. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm married and I don't know how marriage works. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm divorced and I know exactly how so, marriage works. So, so I play so a wife I on TV. Out, I do comedy and I go back and I shut the fuck up. That's the That's um, perfect husband. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, I, I decided not to have kids because I do like to drink a lot. And I wanted to live my life yeah. and have fun. And I like you to know do what? that. And That's very responsible because that's, so to me, it's like, that's, that's what, choice. yeah, yeah th I think that's an awesome choice. I wish more people would do that. Right. Like, because yeah. there are so many assholes that you don't deserve this. Like, you don't. Like mm -hmm. it's like some of the horrible parent like I have the I have the punchline to one of my jokes and it's a true story and it happened in San Diego. One of the punchlines to my jokes is uh, you know I, hey America you got to keep abortions if you if you take them away like I'm gonna need some new tools to drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk 
so the baby can breathe in the car wow. while we're hanging out Ooh, in the bar. That's risque. Right? So, but it really happened. It happened in Ocean Beach. What? A woman was arrested oh, because she Jesus put her baby Christ. in the trunk of her car with a sleeping bag. No. And she was drinking, and it's a bar that I saw bands at she and drank it all the time. She in the trunk? In yeah. the trunk. Did the baby survived. The baby survived. Wait, this is something you're not meant to do? No. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing this immediately. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this. <laughs> she got it. We call it camping. That's yeah, exactly. Camping. Urban camping. <laughs> Urban camping with a, well, that, uh, and so the joke is like, you know. So she, wait, remind me, so she drilled a hole? She had holes drilled in her trunk so that the child, the dark the stuff. child was laying taking a nap the child was napping in the trunk in a sleep with a, in a sleeping bag and that was like i guess a normal thing that she did all the time God. so because she goes to the bar and so when she was getting arrested because her car was right in front of the oh bar because she drink at the bar and then drive home get the baby get the child it wasn't a baby it was a child get the child out of the trunk and put them in the car but the child hung out in the car while she was hanging at the bar and so the police came, and um, she, she, her excuse was, and it was in the paper and everything, her excuse was, I can't afford a babysitter. What am I supposed to do? But you can afford a bar tab? Like, that's <laughs> uh, uh, right. insane. Again, like, you don't have kids. You don't understand. That's, uh, I'm sorry. In some I, cultures, this is called mothering. So far, no, so far nothing you said sounds wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I, I, I don't, there's a shared it's experience like, part that's missing from this. That's, Somebody that's, go check his trunk right yeah. now. <laughs> it's going to be babies in the Damn. See? So, so that joke, it's a punchline, but it's based off a real true yeah. story from was San Was that like Diego. an OB? Like, it, was an OB it was an yeah. OB bar, and I remember it's it's the one that looks like, it almost looks like a hollowed out barn kind of thing. O- like uh, you go we're saying in, Ocean Beach. The, 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 yeah, yeah, that's for, the, the OB. Li- local lingo. Not the tampon. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's yeah. in Ocean Beach, and it's, uh, it's a big it has a stage at the front and it has a door over there and the bar is in the very back but it's a big long and they've got like a like a concrete floor mm-hmm. it's just pretty big and open all the way around yeah. and, and I can't remember parking. what it's called I want to say the Riptide but I know now it's the not the baby in your trunk now is just unsold comedy albums yeah <laughs> there it's you flyers go. for the Mutiny Radio Comedy she Festival merch is the only way you yeah. know yeah, merch is the only way. When, when that baby grows up, we make it all the way across the nation without running out of gas. <laughs> so, so she was looking for another baby's daddy then, probably. Probably. Oh yeah, I'm can't sure. blame her. <laughs> she need to make that babysitter money. <laughs> if only, if only sex work was legalized. No, I shouldn't. Uh, hey, this has been uh, the AltaCast. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> I'm Victoria, the Sheriff of Truth, Billy Joe Gillespie, Maggie, yeah. you know, Jeremy Demery, uh, B- jo- John Garside, and In and Out, April Gallaty. Uh, thanks for being here. Coming up at 2 o'clock, uh, we got Some Call Me Tim. There's more what? podcasts today. Please, 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 everybody, come to the El Rio show tonight. Yay, Yay. El Rio. It's going to be... Uh, doors at 8.30. It's going to be 9 to 11. Great comedy show hosted by Polly Pop-Tart. We're like LGBTQ friends and allies. I'm going to uh, do kind of my my trans moment uh, set. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so please, please, please come out and join us. And stay tuned. More comedy festival podcasts all day long here at Mutiny um, Radio. Yeah, thank you so much. tells time like the present if you had to be there then why weren't you 
I had a affair. But I came clean. How can I be talking to myself, if you can hear me? She wouldn't give me the time of day, so I tried later. The funny bone is not actually a bone. How is that funny? I think Jesus has body self-image issues. If superstitious were normal, it'd just be barring stitious. Trying not to think about it seems at odds with its intention. I saw stacked Colette at the copy machine. Was I seeing double? Or was she collating? Does Chewie get granola bar royalties? I left the internet on last night. Man that was expensive. Do opposable thumbs, argue? The COVID vaccines are divided. Together they're called sarcasm a eh, doc? You either have crickets, or neon. Except you get to choose neon. You know he this one cried all the way home? Too long if in out shopping. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of the show. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Deja vu. I am once again on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. How apropos. You thought you escaped, yet the status quo remains week after week. You're on L-W-A-F-L-M-O. Uh, <laughs> see? Nothing's changed. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch a full-length movie with you, let us. And we want you to listen to the podcast and watch a full-length movie, a feature-length movie, on YouTube at the same time. Yeah. You want more information? The reason why we say the acronym at the start of the show is because that is the official name of our podcast. So if you'd like to subscribe as much as we want you to, go to L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T. Why don't you make it an experience? We stream this show first on mutinyradio.fm. Uh, just go to that website, and you'll be directed to a live feed. You can cut and paste that feed into your streaming service, which is what I do on my podcast app. And you can listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where I'm from, or 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where Carl is from. Where I'm from. And make it a day. Yeah, well, that's where you're from. And uh, right before the show, of course, is a great show, The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumbaugh. We just like to promote Paul Brumbaugh's show. We would like to promote Mutiny Radio with a go to Venmo and donate to at Mutiny Radio. 
We also have a great YouTube channel. Uh, I have to promote it, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl's taken previous movies, previous episodes, sync them up. Yeah. Still worth a watch and a subscription. And we are, of course, on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? Okay, it is not a feature-length movie. It is The Castaways on Gilligan's Island. It's a TV show. Curse you for making me watch this. The Castaways on... <laughs> <Island. laughs> Curse me? We haven't even started one second of this uh, hour, this 70-minute-long uh, full-length movie, feature-length. It's going to be a theme. Movie? Uh, the channel we like is MASHFAN72, all one word. So it's, you put in your YouTube search right. the engine, the castaways on Gilligan's Island. It's 1979, you're okay. not that in, and it's MASHFAN72. Hit the pause. By the way, we hate all MASH fans. That show's way overrated. <laughs> oh, do you think that's what they mean? 72, probably. Yeah, he was born in 72. His parents made him watch uh, Gen X television, and he's a confused guy. <laughs> oh, by the way, this, this uh, television show, this movie is based on a television show. Uh, I just played the, I just went to the link. So, you know what, I'll, I'll save the speech, but go ahead, type in the Castaways on Gilligan's Island movie, and you'll get to MASHFAN72's page. Click the link, hit pause, move the timer back to 000, which is I am trying to do here in real time at the Mutiny Radio Studios. And once you are ready, we are going to count down, and at the same time, we're going to hit play and we'll experience the castaways on Gilligan's Island at the same time. Uh, so, without further ado, to kick off our countdown, we please welcome the Paul Brumbot. So let's get this started. I am, I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready. Okay, so, let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals, the Countdown King himself. Would you please welcome, Mr. Paul Brumba? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. TV show. Not a movie. show. So this is the same original 60s uh, intro, but so yeah. this is the 79 movie. You see how young they look right so he's, there? But he's older now. Right. Oh, so this is the original. Uh, but the original cast is not in this TV movie, right? There's one got replaced. Ginger got replaced. The rest of them, it's legit. The rest were like, the money's fine. The money's fine. I'll take it. I feel like Russell Johnson is being asked to reprise any 50s sci-fi movies. Here they are. There's the true star, the fucking asshole boat that killed them all. <laughs> so he's older now. Bob Denver. Alan Hale, no longer a junior. Jim Backus, the greatest actor ever. Natalie Schaefer, the professor's wife. Ooh, also introducing Judith Baldwin as the replacement. Russell Johnson. And good old Don Wells, who probably has the best head on her shoulders from the castaways on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, Island. yeah, she does. Now you look. So this TV show was on during the 60s on CBS, but the popularity of the syndication for the next two decades, uh, they started doing new projects on other networks. So this is a, 
There was a cartoon show on NBC. There was a Gilligan's Planet as well. There was like a 70s cartoon and an 80s cartoon. And then they started making TV movies. Well, you know this, Carl. I made you watch this and research this. Yeah, that's right. And you're nailing it. Um, And what's interesting to me is that this was a show on CBS. And what we're watching right now is on NBC. I bet you there was some scandal. Like, you know, no way are we doing Gilligan's Isle again. Fine, I'll go to NBC. Will you just do that then? This is our generation's Breaking Bad spinoff on Netflix. Uh, (laughs) They're like, why don't you show it on AMC first? No, no, just that important story about Jesse has to be aired on, on Netflix. So important. It's so important to add 90 more minutes of fucking Breaking Bad. Thank I you, Netflix. I enjoyed that, but but you're right. It was unnecessary. I enjoyed it just because it was nostalgic. Is that the word? It's a little too young to be nostalgic, but... Uh... Yeah, uh, back when the time that show was still on the air. I mean, it was all well acted and well done, but it's just whatever. I don't... It's Netflix is so disposable. I've discovered in, in, uh, in quarantine where you go... Whoa, there's a new Will Ferrell movie. All right, I'm going to watch it. I watched it. Now I don't have to ever think about it ever again. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like Quality level. It, but guess, check this out, Mike. This is pretty cool. Uh, my sons are into Breaking Bad. The littlest one, just because the older ones are. They, they don't even, you know, understand yeah, sure. it. But, uh, by the way, full disclosure, one is 20 and one is 18, okay? I'm not raising uh, seven-year-olds watching, uh, you know... Uh, crystal meth shows. <laughs> okay, so they insist go to the movie theater and watch this. This was we saw this in New York and Yonkers on the silver screen. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, this new what was the new one? El Camino. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Right. El Camino. All right. We're missing the movie. We're Which missing the is... movie now. What's happening here is. They had a tropical storm from the last reunion show. It washed them back onto the island. But now the hurricane made all of the fresh water salt water. Uh, So they have no water to drink. So they're trying to figure a way to dig wells. Right. Oh, done wells? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, he sits on the golf cup. Now, listen, I got to tell you, all this whole stuff, it's not funny. It's not funny. Uh, the, the professor getting, uh, you know, the skipper getting bonked in the head, Gilligan saying stupid stuff. Now, the professor's got Are you the saying ra- that you thought it was funny? No, it was not. Yeah, go ahead. The professor's got the radio fixed, and now they're learning that they're calling off the search for the Minnow 2 because uh, they're, you know, they just think the castaways are dead. Ho, ho. Oh, that's a bummer way to start. The, the worst morning show ever. <laughs> now, Gilligan is the one that got them shipwrecked a second time, of course, so they're all giving them shit right now. Yeah. So, the Minnow 2, so the first TV movie, they left the island and they left right. on a newly christened minnow too and then the same thing happened as the minnow one exactly right they got blown back okay so now gilligan's moping around but he's discovered something this show is so stupid mike curse you curse you <laughs> he's found a propeller Uh-oh. okay and an engine oh great gosh propeller <laughs> could it be a plane 
It's a tit. Oh, it's not. It's an extra. Ooh. <laughs> I thought it'd be something extraordinary, but it's just a plane. The tit. Now, wow. How did they not find this three years on the island? You know. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. It landed the three hours trip to take to go back to civilization on the Minnow Two. That uh, during that time span, the well, I guess you're right. Yeah, three seasons. They never knew there was a fucking plane on the island. Right. It was. He's right now. The professor's like it was overgrown by the jungle. Russell Simmons, uh, Russell Simmons, Russell uh, Johnson. Yeah. The professor. He's like my favorite. Oh, okay. He's in a lot of B movies. Did you yeah. know that he was a serious ass pilot in uh, World War Two? Interesting. Yeah. So this must be easy. This must be therapy being on Billions Island. Experience <laughs> the horrors of World War Two and then exactly. spend your career, uh, you know. But it really was Good. hard because he was shot down. They were doing like this low level bombing strafing run against Japanese military targets in the Philippines. And they got shot down, and Johnson broke both of his ankles. Um, he flew 44 wow. missions in the Pacific Theater during World War II as a bombardier. He wasn't the pilot. A bombardier Whoa. in a B-25. B now, honestly, doesn't he look like my late father after a couple of drinks? <laughs> <laughs> Back when my dad had hair. But with better hair, I was thinking that. Yeah, better hair. Yeah, absolutely. With hair. Let's let's be honest. Oh, Gilligan's back on the grass. On every chance he gets, Bob Devers. He was uh so Gilligan, do you remember during the nineties he got arrested for smoking pot or prostitution or something like that? I think it was pot. So ridiculous. Well, he's Gilligan. He's Dobie Gillis's pal. He's the far out space nut. He's fucking yeah. Gilligan himself. He's the he's a man of joint. Fuck now, look. He finds a machine gun. Look what I found. Ah! I hope. It's so not funny. <laughs> oh, no, you shot Ginger 2. I have to call it Ginger 3. Yeah, we got to call Ginger 3. Do you remember the sea song in the first episode? It was like the it was Gilligan, the Skipper 2, and the rest. Yeah, that's right. No, no, they named everyone, but like very end. They didn't credit Professor was, Mary. And the rest. Right. Yeah, they have She's going, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest? And then she, she goes, what do you know? It's just your opinion. I love it. I, I told it much Finally, jokes written by old... You told it much better? I was going to say, jokes written by old Jewish writers sound better uh, spoken by old Jews. This was written yeah. by Jewish brothers. It was Al Schwartz, Elroy Schwartz... And the creator, the series creator, Sherwood Schwartz, and they all they all wrote it together. Like oh, in an hour. Yeah, I'm sure someone wrote it for them, and they just got their names on it and said, boom, here you go, NBC. I believe they wrote it. This guy worked in the industry. I mean, he this guy did Sherwood Schwartz. He did Brady Bunch. This guy knew what he was doing. <laughs> We're definitely dipping our toes in Gen X waters. I mean, you could say that this is a boomer show, but I, I would say I watched – Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island every day after school. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We had our reruns, and so the Boomer shows became the Gen X shows. So a lot of them, Star Trek, yeah, right. a lot of them did. 
Well, we had we were ironic about it. We saw a totally artificial TV show. We went, "Whoa, that's a totally artificial TV show, man!" Right. That's not a real island. When you we were so ahead of everyone else. Track. It's the laugh track is so ridiculous. They're cracking up over not funny things. Okay, so laugh track on this show on this movie. Yeah. It's a TV show, Mike. Listen. <laughs> oh, I'm going to rip this movie and I'm going to get the best response. This is why I picked it. I'm sheltering in place. I haven't heard a real audience. Laugh. I never heard a real audience laugh even before times, but I'm now I get it. Here, I'm going to start telling my jokes. Did you know about that moron who went to a book burning and brought a Kindle? Don't you hate them? <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody knows because if nobody I'm going to do that, too. I can't. That's Tell my jokes over this yeah. last track. <laughs> okay, you got time to write, Carl, but go ahead, by all means. Okay, so I'm going to wait. So you're going to hoist on a pulley the one of the wings, and they're going to try to reattach it. So there'll be uh, jokes of, like, um, you know, they're not saying lines. It'll just be the uh, pratfalls and stuff, and that's when I'll tell my jokes. Okay, sounds good. We're going to time this right, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Carl. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's great to be here in the uh, Mutiny Radio studio. And, uh, you know, uh, I got to tell a few jokes now, uh, if everybody's ready. Sit down, sir, please. Uh, just going to tell a few jokes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um uh, my wife wanted to have makeup sex, but I ain't wearing that shit. Damn it, it didn't work. You're getting heckled by Bob Denver. But I ain't wearing that shit. Damn it. Damn it. Try to keep going. Oh, okay. Well, uh, this will be a funny one. I got to tell you, um, you know, my wife, she wanted to have makeup sex, but I ain't wearing that shit. <laughs> Thank you. Kill it. Be a little dark, but uh, David Bowie, yeah, he's dead to me. Oh, it didn't work. He's dead to me. You know it. That is it. Well, the crowd loves you and hates David Bowie. <laughs> Speaking of dead, everybody on this show is dead, right? Except for Don Wells. Uh, Jim Backus. Probably. Um. Uh, yeah. Bob Denver passed away. Yeah. Bob Denver. Bob, De Bob Denver. Five. And, um, Skipper died in 1990. Um, the professor died in 2014. Mr. Howell, um, I don't have a... Mrs. Howell died in 2013. You know what's really endearing? Wow, that's recent. Marianne took care of a very sick, um... Uh, no, I'm sorry, that wasn't 2013. Marianne took care of a very sick Mrs. Howell. She was her primary caretaker when she died. She went, this woman is a mensch. Um, she was sick, she needed help. Now, she could have had plenty of help. She was a very rich woman. But um, but it was, right. it was, it was uh, Dawn Wells who was by her side until she died, caring for her. 
Wow, so that's 50 years after working with her. Yeah. She uh, became a primary caretaker. Well, good for, that's cool. That's great to hear. Yeah, I like Don Wells. I like the cast, too. They're eccentric people, you know. Uh, Jim Backus, I know, of course, from... Yeah, Mr. Magoo. And, but the thing... Look, they're all funny, maybe not ginger, but this show sucks and is not funny. They're wasting their talents. There is a few good scenes, but it's very rare. You know, you sound like uh, Robert Reed on this cast on the set of uh, the Brady Bunch. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm a Shakespeare actor. I <laughs> can't believe I have to play Mike Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were three curtain uh, calls. The first telethon. Three curtain calls. My Othello will be remembered in the holes of theaters. Yeah. Really? In the aisles? No, the holes of theater. Oh, the lobby of theater. Uh, no. no. <laughs> you saw Galaxy Quest, right? Yeah, I have. Well, the one who was spoofing Spock. Did I just quote it? And he goes, how did I get here? He, he's doing it again. He's having a breakdown. I did Othello in the thing. There were three curtain calls. There were three curtain calls. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so the battery that shows pretty good they're doing yeah. what they always do kick ass spin a magnet make electricity and it's going to be enough to start the plane now one thing that doesn't make sense but who cares is there is no runway so they couldn't have just taken right. like a spaceship but they will the do you best... think the guy who created Peloton was like 12 years old watching this going this gives me an idea <laughs> The best thing about this scene is while they're doing the biking, uh, Ginger's boobs shake like a church bell that's being rung. Talk about Ginger, too, huh? <laughs> Read the Ginger, too. Let's see if we see it now. Hold on. Dong, 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 dong. Well, I guess we missed our thing because they're all rolling. Now, of course, Gilligan will get stuck. Right. While the plane's taken off. Yeah. Oh no! It's good. well. They should just leave that fucker. Look at right? the. Did they ever? Was there ever an episode? Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm gazing. I'm gazing. They have to put goggles on to watch those. <laughs> Where did they get those suits? So they can't. They should just leave Gilligan on the island. Hell, the, the show would have been like a one season done, one and right. done. If, if it wasn't if they for took my advice. Screwing up everything all the time. They would have been off that all island. All the time. It's repetitive. Yep. So Gilligan is. Well, I have a question, Carl. If it, he's right. There he is. Come on, Gilligan. It's so. Grab Skipper's hand. I heard when you grab Alan Hill's hand, it feels like holding like ham. Like it, it's like cold. <laughs> yeah, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> I don't know. How, again, like, how do they find this plane that's been there for decades? Exactly. So my question is that if it was a three-hour tour, how come it takes me 30 seconds to ejaculate? Oh, I mean, their clothing, their clothing. Sorry, let me ask you again. Minnow. Ooh, look at that. Wow. There's a matchstick. I wouldn't say that that was a miniature, but it looks like matchsticks on the door. So it was a three-hour tour, and... It only takes me 30 seconds to ejaculate. 
I mean, what's up? Didn't the producers think this over? Well, people would always say, like, where do they get the clothing? Or, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Where do they get the aviation jacket and goggles? suspend disbelief. It's just a stupid show. Okay, this is kind of funny. How's it going? The professor's going to tell him, like, we're going to crash, essentially. And he goes, don't tell anyone it's a panic. Don't say a word. So Bob Denver's like, I won't say a word. It's it's one of the only funny scenes. Plane in the air. I better tell the others. No, don't. It'll start a panic. No, I don't want you to say <laughs> one word about this. Not one word. Believe me, I won't say one word. One word, right? Uh, so, right, one word. I got you. Watch. He's not saying one word. <laughs> He's just passing out parachutes. He's just putting out the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> I hope mine is custom made. All right, that's funny. Okay, so now yeah. here's the here's more of the joke. Gilligan, you gave me your word. I didn't say one word. I swear it. All I did was give out the parachutes. Pick up a wild guess. Okay, it's very rare funny moment in the film. Gotcha. Do you think that was the funniest moment of Gilligan Island? Uh, Gilligan? Uh, there'll be another very funny scene in which Alan Hale starts doing a hula dance. <laughs> he really does a great acting job at it. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's like the Andy Richter of hula dancing. Do you ever see Andy Richter do the hula dance in uh, Cabin Boy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is how a woman dances or something like that. It's been a while. It's been a long I think while. I, know more. I think I He became a cabin. I remember more Gilligan's Island. Yeah, a cabin man. But what was it? It was like a... Um, All right. <laughs> it was a, 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 like a goddess in a, in a cave, right? Right. He wandered in. And magazine. Yeah. And then remember the husband comes home? <laughs> right, who had like a hard day. He worked, he worked at some store or something like that. He's still in his outfit. Yeah, that's a great movie. I, I saw that recently, Cabin Boy, and uh, I watched the, the commentary. Well, they had like a little featurette on the DVD. And uh, I saw that in the theater, and there was one point in Cabin Boy where the movie just grinds to a halt. Wait, watch this. Like, I think it's from the giant cupcake. Okay, uh, uh, I'm watching. Right I'm watching Ginger. You see, he's got the suitcase, then poof, the suitcase disappears. Oh, yeah. Oh, that must have been some continuity. I asked you to jump off an airplane dressed as Gilligan holding a suitcase. Not, no, it's a, Sorry, Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, right. We're going to have to reshoot. Mr. Schwartz, we don't have budget. So you saw the commentary of Cabin Boy, and you were saying the cake, what was Oh, it? that, uh... Well, no, for me, when I saw him in the theater, the movie grinded to a halt when the giant, when he started to hallucinate and he saw like a giant cupcake spitting tobacco and he's like, I said, you know, I don't know where you're going with this anymore. It's just done. But I recently watched it like two years ago and uh, it still holds up. Maybe I should rent it. They tell a story about Alfred. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't hurt. Honestly, that that movie is fun fun to watch. Albert Molina, the famous uh, actor, uh, plays uh, like one of the professors, like has a very short role, small role in it. And during the commentary, they said that he thought he had a much bigger role. Uh-huh. He thought he was playing the captain or something like that. 
And he was really pissed off to find out he was like in two scenes, one scene. You know, that's funny. It kind of parallels Ginger. You see, Ginger's agent told her that she was pretty much going to be the star of this show. It was going to be her star vehicle. It was going to be all about her, you know, and they were, uh, it would focus on her. And then when she got there and started the show, did, you know, do the pilot and everything, it wasn't about her at all. She was just one of the people. She was sulky and pissed off, and that lasted all three years that's why there are new gingers. She's like, reunion show, screw you. Wow. I'm here, I'm here for the pilot Ginger's Island. <laughs> oh, boy. Swartz. Get Swartz. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of match fans, there's a famous quote. Uh, they were interviewing an actress who was playing a nurse. And they had asked her, well, what's the show about? And she said, well, it's about a bunch of nurses and their friends, uh, you know, working in a mobile uh, medical union. Unit. And it's a famous quote because, yeah, she, she kind of said the show is about her and her friends. Right. She just played a nurse. You know, she wasn't really any of the main characters. Okay, so. That's a good acting story, I guess. Here is another funny joke. Uh, they, Gilly, oh, no, this is the second final funny joke? They're back on the island. Here, let's... We must search for Gilligan. Oh, well, of course. What would a party be without Gilligan? <laughs> <laughs> Even in the <laughs> high and low. Just look high. <laughs> All right, that was a joke. She goes, we have to look everywhere, high and low. And Gilligan goes, just look high. It's They're like, the Deborah, are you still smoking on set? <laughs> wow, he's he was walking on air. Dobie Gillis's buddy. Yeah, he got busted for pot. He became like a pot icon at one point just for yeah. that. So he, after Gillis, he went back to West Virginia and he was on a FM. He was an FM radio personality. Um, and he ran an oldies format radio station with his wife. Oh, that's cool. Good for Gilligan. Oh, look, what, what the new castaways. Yeah, yeah. what happened is they saw a plane on their radar, which wasn't expected, and then it dropped out of the sky. So they sent a boat to rescue, and they're freed now. Wow, good for them. I guess, but it's really bad for a show because they didn't do anything. It was coincidence. They were able to get the plane out in the air. Yeah. Then those gentlemen saw it, yeah. officers, oh, and I they came. So they, they did. Yeah. You're saying this is an awkward start to the this full-length movie. Okay. What this is... You're is saying this is a full-length movie. Listen, this is a television pilot for The Castaways on Gilligan's Island, which is a hotel. The Castaways. Here it is. I've got to play it. It's so cheap, a voiceover. That's their hotel that he bought, he built. No cars, no television, no electricity. Just the way we lived when we were shipwrecked on this island. 